0: on this episode of the Star Wars Time Show. Matt and Nick will have to wow you with non-Book of Boba Fett content as they try to navigate the Star Wars without an active show or film to get worked up about. Worry not though as they have some juicy Kenobi series leaks to discuss as well as some updates on a secret unannounced Star Wars project. They'll also talk about John Williams's return to Star Wars, as well as Ray Stevenson joining the Ahsoka cast. Of course, the show will end with this week's fan segment, complete with responses to the question of the week and the latest batch of Star Wars fan artists to honor. Punch a Chewie! The bumper ends and we're just sitting here. Yeah, we're just sitting here.
1: It's like whatever. Hey
0: now everybody. Yes, we knew the mics were not on. This is a new thing we're doing, where we decide to kind of do the pre show as the real show is airing on YouTube. Don't don't forget
1: you have to guess what we're talking about.
0: (laughs) We are like I mean, again, they're one of the most professional Star Wars fan outfits out there. Uh, there, Great. there's a reason why we have a, a very, uh, tight knit community of not too many fans. And it's because of this, this type of stuff. This is what you get, right? Um, I, I should probably also unmute Nick cause you just oh, did no. not hear what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. You know what I mean? Hello. Yes.
1: What's up no, everybody? The, yeah,
0: the radio radio silence was on purpose and it wasn't on purpose the next time when I was talking and then Nick wasn't talking. But now Dad had
1: me in timeout. I said yes. some naughty words prior that's to right. us going live and that was it. <laughs> that's right.
0: But hey, hey, we're back. No no book of boba fett to talk about today. Although we we still have one segment dedicated to the book and that's the fan segment, but we'll get to there. Uh naturally that's that's our ending segment, but you know, the, the I was trying to squeeze a little more juice out of the book of Boba Fett when it comes to the question of the week, which we do every week on Tuesdays via Instagram at Star Wars Time Show. So if you want to get in on the fun and, and you know, air your grievances or your joys about Star Wars, that's what the question of the week is all about. So no book stuff to talk about today. It's kind of sad, nothing to break down. Uh, it means we should get out of here a lot quicker, so that, that's good, um, especially today because I'm I'm definitely not operating... On all four cylinders, yes, baby, I got a V4 in this little got chassis. Nice. And you know, I saw him with Nick earlier, and this is nothing I'm, I'm proud about. Maybe some people have some laughs at it, but it's 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 like you know when you you get into your 40s and you're having these moments still, it makes you question what the fuck you're doing with your life. But last yesterday, kind of impromptu, it was it was warm in my part of the country. So you know when you live in the north and it's abnormally warm in the winter it makes you do stuff you don't usually do. So we had a little bit of a, uh, kind of a block party almost in, in my neighbor's driveway. And you know, he, he busted out the bourbon and, you know, three hours later I had myself three bourbons. So, you know, I wasn't sitting there getting crazy like the college days and slamming them down, trying to get all fucked up before going to the club. No, just having some drinks, Making fun of neighbors that weren't there—it was—it was fun, all right. It was just adults being adults, letting the kids run around, poke each other in the eye with sticks, that type of shit, <laughs> and, you know, playing in traffic. But we were having a good time. But as I was telling Nick, it's like this is the second time in about two months where I don't know what the combination is. I, I mean, I guess you could argue three bourbons over three hours is still a, a lot for a, one person to drink, and yeah. You know, it was was like 48%, so it was, you know, it hit you a little bit, but it wasn't a full-on Kentucky uh, tummy hugger, if you will. But, you know, once the night started to wind down, we were all headed back to our hovels for dinner. It's just kind of like the story I, I talked about Christmas Day, where just like a light switch going off, my brain turned off. I mean, some people call it a blackout, whatever, I'll run with it. Uh, but it was another night, Nick, where I didn't remember eating dinner. We ordered my favorite Chinese food. I, I didn't remember eating at all. And as I told you beforehand, I definitely ate it because it, I've been shitting it out all day in addition to all the other stuff that I must have been eating when I didn't know that I was eating last night. So, you, you know, like I said, going on 42 here, waking up still in, in realizing that your brain stopped for a few hours the the night before, and it just it just bums me out like i I had fun going through it, but obviously not fun afterwards and And when I get like that, I get a little chippy to the wife. the kid was awake, so and it wasn't like screaming at her and that type of shit, just being a dick, you know, kind of being a drunk dick, not sloppy, but just not me or not who I want to be so. Um, today I've been doing a lot of reflection, like what the fuck is going on? What is it? Like, what what is the combination? Is it time? Is it the amount of bourbon? But there's something going on in the brain where it's like it hits a meter and just says, all right, you no longer will have memories moving forward until you sober up. So, um, I don't know, whatever it is, what it is. Can't take it back. I had fun while I was doing it, but I've, I've definitely been in a reflective, uh type of mindset all morning here wow since like four when i woke up for the second time going jesus i did it again <laughs> and this is where i know like things are, are goofy because i uh you know i i keep a digital journal i use this app called day one and this isn't like artsy fartsy stuff where i'm like oh today my mind is feels like this no i i do it mostly for the kid and experiences we had just you know i have something to go back to but I, I open up my journal, Nick, because I'm trying to figure out, all right, I'm trying to piece together the night. What the fuck was going on? And here were my last entries, okay?
1: Okay, let's see.
0: What the fuck happened with my life? Fuck, question mark. <laughs> Oof. Then a, a carriage return, and then just fuck. Another carriage return. Well, we all fucked it up, and no one knows. <laughs> 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 a carriage return seriously bad night no clue what happened at all towards dinner time. all right so if you're a fan of howard stern and you know beetlejuice i was having like some beetlejuice thoughts right there especially the well we all fucked it up and no one knows that is true that is true so it's like and then another one from from one of the neighbors that was involved um his was a good one too what would what, what he say here Yeah, his was whose idea was it to open bourbon? So this was last night at seven. (laughs) And then it took me two hours to reply. I said, Yo, I'm a mess. So agreed. I don't believe I ate dinner, but they're saying I did. (laughs) So it's like, Come on, son. What are you doing? Get your life together. And it's like, I know it makes me sound like a lush, but I I wasn't like hammering them. I mean, you know, I drink Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a few beers here or there. Uh, it's not really my thing, so I don't know. I don't know. I won't bore you with it or, or you know, tell you, tell you how you, to live your life, but I, I definitely have some sort of issue going on with uh, more than two bourbons, so I think that's, that's going to have to start to become the rule there. No more than two. It doesn't matter how long you're drinking, but no more than two bourbons because once you get past that, you start getting into the twilight zone.
1: Yeah, um, start so, getting into scary yeah. territory. Yeah, I mean— I, my, my weekend or my, my week, it was not like that. Well, good. I'm glad. I, did, I mean, uh, I, I
0: feel like such a fucking loser today, but oh well. I shall I did, carry on.
1: I did not have one of those moments. I I, I have two things. One real quick, so... Uh, we, we have been going through the saga of Nick and Nick's house for a long time here on the star Wars time show. And yeah, that, I mean, really, continue. this
0: is like predates the show. <laughs> I mean, it, even before we made the cutover, yeah. You know, th- this has been kind of in the works, the saga of Nick's house and how it went all bad in 2020 and then yeah. got even more fucked up. And then things were going good now in 2021. But and so now listen to where he's at. Yeah, that. So, this is the same house that he just they bought brand new. Remember yeah. during the show, uh, Taylor would be falling through the roof or toilets <laughs> would be, you know, dropping out of windows. So go ahead. Nick.
1: <laughs> so uh, fortunately for us, this isn't a bad thing. So. Um, we we've been in, in our house now for about two years. Um, it'll be two years in April. Um, and the good thing is, is that the the housing market in Austin is crazy. There's a lot of influx of new people coming in from California specifically. So, uh, we have, we've made a lot of money off of our house, put it a certain way. So now we're, we're testing out the possibility of of selling our house and then doing a, another new build where we uh, will be living in our same community, but just in a, a house that fits us a little bit better. It's a bit nicer. Um, currently we're, you know, our house is in a situation where we've already kind of maxed out all the space that we have. So uh, we're looking to move into something that has a little bit more area. So, you know, Taylor can move have an office to up. her own. Move yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Is was it to the east side or to the west side i forget i think it's to the east side
1: <laughs> from uh from yeah from the jefferson um but yeah i mean that's what we're thinking about doing now obviously there's still a lot to go through before we we uh get to that finish line if we can get to the finish line but that's kind of the the thing that we're doing now is potentially selling this house that we've had for 2 years and then getting another New build house, so we'll see how everything goes. More,
0: but- pa- I mean, it just like the prospect of having to pack all your shit up again. That does that doesn't just make you want to sit in a corner and shake
1: like in the fetal uh, position.
0: Honestly, it
1: wasn't really that bad
0: the first well, time. You know, I always I always kind of project <laughs> that everyone's an asswipe like me and has a basement like mine where you know there's pictures covering every inch of the oh, wall yeah. there's hundreds any. of figures I mean just the thought of one day having to pack up my collection gives me anxiety yeah, like yeah no
1: <laughs> we don't have any any large-scale collections like that or anything that's very difficult to pack up in fact we we're talking about it and like we haven't really added that much in terms of like new things since we got into the house. I mean, that's a bonus. Yeah. You know, I got a couple of bookshelves behind me now, but that's not that big of a deal. They're very easy to move. And then we also just have like the only other new things are like dinner tables and then like some accent chairs and stuff. And that's about it. So, um, the good thing is, is that we, it won't be like too hard to, um, you know, to, to pack everything up. So, and then the other piece of news that I have is this came in the mail today. For those of you staring at the, uh, the screen or watching us on YouTube, Force Effects Elite Ray Skywalker Blade. And honestly, it's this is pretty nice. I mean, it, again, like these are kind of chunky. You can see if you're looking at the live stream, I'm holding it. I have is that my, all?
0: Is that all steel there, Nick? Is this the hilt is steel all, or is it plastic?
1: All metal. This is all yeah, metal. That's this how thing the dark saber
0: was. It. They're, they're yeah. pretty legit.
1: Is heavy as fuck. Super heavy, and um, what's interesting about it is it has an actual cloth wrap around here for your hands. So that's really cool, and just like the Leia one that I got from the uh, Galaxy's Edge, it has a replaceable top to it, so you can actually have the blade. Um, installed with one and, and not have the blade installed. with Do the you other.
0: need Nick? Do you, no Allen wrench required because I have to literally break out an Allen wrench. If I want to take the dark saber blade in and out,
1: uh, not that I can see now. So I just actually just opened it. So I haven't really messed around with it too much, but the way that this is looking, it's a simple screw on no, uh, Allen wrench required. Um, the switch for the blade is actually on this little middle piece too. So you turn it and yeah. it turns it on and off. So just like it was in the movie, Um, rechargeable battery, all that jazz. I believe so. Rechargeable battery, yes, and uh, yeah. I mean, it's well constructed. It looks pretty awesome. I mean, I know that if we if we broke this down size wise, it would probably be a bit bigger than the actual screen used one. But it does feel nice to uh to hold in your hand. Like it's hefty. It feels like it's hefty, but a lot of good construction behind it. So. Uh very cool stuff there. It wasn't actually supposed to get here initially until May 4th. That was the that was the release date at first, but got here quite a bit earlier. Is this another
0: Amazon buy? I mean, were they looking at your account going, you know what? We fucked this kid over so many times. <laughs> Let's just send it to him early. Why not?
1: Yeah, no, it it was an Amazon buy. So yeah. Um yeah, yeah, Cause they it, still it have your, your, here.
0: your Revan lightsaber, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's I, still hanging out at Amazon warehouse somewhere. That's
1: tucked away in the same <laughs> warehouse where the Ark of the covenant and all that shit from Indiana yeah. Jones. is. So, um, yeah, but still haven't gotten that probably won't ever get that again. Cause I don't even know if they, they still like still sell at retail. I think that's only an aftermarket thing. Um, yeah, you know, so that was awesome. And no, no other collectibles coming for me anytime soon. This was the last one that was on the docket until something really catches my eye um, that I'll order again. But yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. It was a nice little surprise to get that over so, um, what do you got now?
0: What are you up to like six, seven blades at this point? I mean, I see at least four behind you.
1: Yeah. So I have like a really dinky, like Skywalker family blade that actually came with that Jedi challenges AR like game. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not anything special, though. But I do have one custom blade, so that's two. I have the Kylo blade. That's three. I have my um, Galaxy's Edge blade, four, and then now this Rey 1-5, and then the uh, the Palpatine. Blade. Oh, man, Six all those blades. sequel
0: trilogy lightsabers. You're such a loser. I am. Uh, i a loser. Star Wars.
1: <laughs> but also, like... <laughs> Um, I mean, like, I like the force effects elite ones because previously the force effects ones, you couldn't remove the blade. There was a lot of issues with it, but if they start releasing some of the force effects elite, like original trilogy blades, then I'll definitely get those as well. I haven't looked to see if there are any available, but that was my big issue with all the force effects before it's like, okay, awesome. Here's your saber. And it's just got a fucking giant stick attached to it at all times. So you can't like. You know, it's it's almost impossible to wear, even if you're going on like a like a Halloween party, you know, to a Halloween party. Yeah, yeah you got to lug
0: the whole damn yeah, thing. It's with like, the I don't want to do that. Ass. All, all I, I want is to. Yeah.
1: So it's nice that you can remove them now. So that may spur me to buy a couple more if I see some. IT I, like the, the, I like the
0: new rechargeable battery systems pretty slick, too. I mean, it, again, I don't know if yours you're going to need an Allen wrench to get to it. But that that's how the Darksaber was constructed. But it, it's better than. Having to worry about removing double A so they don't explode, because a lot of my original master effects or whatever the fuck they are, forgot for years. You open them up, batteries have corroded, acids everywhere, and you gotta get in there and brush it away and hope that you know the the connectors are still clean to put some new juice to it. But yeah, they they definitely improved, and that's probably why they've only gone up in price too, right? I mean, these are usually a buck fifty to two hundred. Yeah, I think uh, or two fifty maybe.
1: I think this one was two hundred, I believe, when I first because I pre-ordered this one. Um, But yeah, uh, let's. Yeah, it was like two, two twenty seven total. You get what you pay for, right? You get what you pay for, and this one is also the one that comes with the uh, color changing blade as well. So the blade will will change colors between yellow and blue. So, uh, pretty cool little little addition there. So really enjoy it Um, when you uh, have you
0: ignited it yet did the you know how in the movie which was kind of neat when she ignites it you can kind of see it's almost like blue and green making the 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 yellow yeah yeah
1: Uh, i haven't ignited it yet so like literally i just opened it before we went live and i haven't even taken the other like parts of it out of the box um you can actually still see the box on the live stream kind of sitting off to the side (laughs) so I still have some unboxing oh, to do yeah, once the show that. is over.
0: <laughs> it's nothing better. I mean, even even as you get older, you know, where some of us are at 40s, 50s. And you know, it 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 kind of gets lost with Amazon delivery showing up every day, but when a new package shows up, it is still one of the it is the best feelings in life. When you, when um, you know it's something cool and it's not just groceries or or cat litter or shit like that. So uh,
1: a mini Christmas uh, for sure. So yeah, I've
0: been. I finally unboxed last Friday. The kid had out, so we we got into an adventure, and she had seen the Razor Crest Haslab box. I was like, "Ooh, when are you gonna open that?" I was like, "All right, you know, maybe maybe Friday, because it requires a little bit of building, and we all know that my patience for that type of shit is not the best." Um, So uh, Friday, we were out, took her swimming lessons, and we we're at Walmart, rolling through the clearance section. Lo and behold they have the mission fleet razor crests and clearance <laughs> and i'm like you know what i'm getting her one because if i'm opening my big one she's gonna have a little one so there <laughs> yeah. you go so daddy figured out a way to spend forty dollars i didn't need to spend because you know we opened it and then she saw mine she's like oh you're just so much better it's bigger but i'll tell you what i didn't bring the, the crest down here i mean it's too big to even really get on camera but it is it is hands down one of the greatest pieces in my collection already. Like th- they did not fuck around. That's what the, the has labs should be about that yeah. type of shit. I mean, Nick, it is, I mean, it's, it's not a one to one. I mean, it, it's a one to one re- recreation at the one eighteenth scale 118th. size. I mean, yeah. they, they even weathered the haul. Like it, it doesn't look like a new toy out of the package. Uh, the one thing I was not a huge fan of, but I did it because you have to, you got to dress the set, but putting all the fucking guns into the (laughs) gun case. I'm talking like, I don't have that big of ham hands, but even still trying to jam the shit in there. Cause you, you like have to go in through the side panel or the side hatch and then two hands are hitting into each other. And then one of the fucking guns falls and gets stuck in a crack. (laughs) And you're like, you know, it was, I did good. I I didn't (laughs) freak out. I didn't throw anything. I didn't, I didn't break any of the little guns, but once I got every single one on there, I feel like I accomplished, uh, like it it was one of the, the biggest feats I've pulled off in 2022. Cause not easy. Like I I was like, Charlie, get some tweezers. And we were trying tweezers and, and I was trying to like jam her little arms in there. And still, it just, you had to be so precise that I would I would imagine if this was me a year or two ago, you know the old figure arts Luke getting smashed off my wall <laughs> after I threw a heater yep. because his hand wouldn't go on. I I I think things could have got ugly for the Razor Crest. Could have gotten
1: but, out of hand. Yeah,
0: I I took a um a few deep breaths, focused i mean you can see it I, I i have like hack marks all over my hand if you're on the live stream and that that's from jamming my hand into the crest and being determined to place every gun where they belong because there is a there is a hook nick for every single gun so you're like go these little and they're like this big i mean <laughs> we're not talking 112 scale i mean some of them you could easily lose they're so tiny i mean they, they had his grenades that were oh, like dude, the size things
1: have to be like that yeah
0: I mean, did they like size a little baby ball bearings and you had yeah. to like stick the three of them in a row and get them onto their, their hooks. It was crazy, but oh, no. got it done. It's a, it's a beautiful collectible. I, I do feel bad for anyone that, you know, fucked around and, and didn't invest in it. Or for those that live in Australia had to pay millions of dollars for it because it is a beautiful piece. We've been sharing a lot of the photography already from the community. Yeah. I believe uh, Nick chose Trevor's. Razor Crest shot to be honored later on the show in the top five and Indeed. and I do hope to get out because it, this is unless you can build sets like Trevor this is a piece that needs to be shot outdoors uh, it's just it, it it needs that that space to breathe you really can't do the Razor the Hazlab Razor Crest justice in a confined setting unless you're at one six shooter. so um it, it's Definitely made me happy. I'm glad I decided to keep it. And there was a part of me like, hey, these motherfuckers are spending a thousand dollars on eBay. And uh, but no, I opened it and it is a thing of beauty and it has motivated me to to try to get out there and shoot some uh 118 scale for the first time.
1: Hey, that's awesome, man. I mean, I know that you know, we've all gone along with your journey on like your waxes and wanes of toy photography. So I'm glad that you know, this this is giving you a little bit of a spark. It's just so cool. I mean, even,
0: even sitting it on the stand, that was one of the stretch goals you know, it looks like it's taken off. I I think one of my favorite features, and I imagine other owners would agree, was the way they did the, the engine lights, all right? It's like this translucent orange plastic, but there's also kind of like an eye, an eyelet on the bottom side. So it'll catch light reflecting up and depending on where you had the razor crest and depending on the time of day. You can catch it at certain angles, and those fucking engines look like they're red hot. So that's awesome. I, I don't know. I just I just I dig that type of stuff. So yeah, that's really uh, gr- great work there from. I know Hasbro's been kind of dragged through the mud, and deservedly so for a lot of stuff going on with the Black Series line. But my goodness, what they're doing with the uh, the the OGs, the one eighteen scale, beautiful.
1: Beautiful, beautiful
0: All right, buddy. Well, we um, we 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 don't have any like current active TV to talk about. Nothing to break down. No movies to pine over. But we we still got some content for you. We do. You know, we 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 carried a few over from last week because we knew things were gonna go long. And we also wisely looked into the future using the force. And we're like, oh fuck, we're gonna have to like figure shit out for the next you know twelve weeks until Kenobi comes back and people actually want to come back. And uh, listen to us break down some actual live and uh, dynamically happening Star Wars. Uh, but we got some good stuff today. We're gonna talk about some unannounced Star Wars projects with cool working titles like Grammar Rodeo. Uh, the Kenobi stuff just keeps flowing. Like we said last week, it's, you know, two weeks ago when they put the book to bed, it, you, you, you started to get this deluge of official information. Plus, the leakers are starting to come out more and paint more of a picture of of what we may be getting at. We've had people claim exclusives on an exclusive that we ran in September. But at this point in time, who fucking cares? It's like, I, I just can't. I, I can't try to chase this shit down anymore and worry about it. But I I think it was LRM on online or someone literally like, Oh, Darth Vader and Kenobi will fight more than once in Kenobi. It's like no fucking shit. Yeah. We broke that in September. So thank you for stealing our thunder, not linking to us. Go to hell. All right. All these people can go fuck themselves. Um, there's some other weird shit going on. Like, I, I don't want to get too personal, but, and I know you don't pay attention to this stuff, but I see on Instagram some Star Wars fan page has pitched for Star Wars Celebration to do a toy photography panel.
1: <laughs> and we,
0: we were not approached about it. To, to either be a moderator, I mean, I, mean be, I, I should not be on a toy photography panel as a photographer, but you'd think a Star Wars site that since its inception has dedicated part of its weekly fucking show and every fucking day of the week to toy photography star wars toy photography that maybe we would have been considered to to at least be asked to moderate no no (laughs) i see this on on trevor's page and i reply i was like well i could have thought of a better moderator and nothing against the girl doing it but
1: this is what we fucking do kind of what we do it's kind of our wheelhouse and nick you know you know who the the photographers are is it one six are,
0: shooter work more or less in uh, black series? Two uh, of the three have been on our show talking about toy photography uh, before th- these other Star Wars fan pages figured out, like, oh shit, this is like a thing now. This, this toy is photography like, uh... is like a thing. We've been doing it since 2018. <laughs> you cunts, oh man, where <laughs> is the respect? You motherfuckers, always, oh whiny, whiny, Matt. Whiny. Here it is. Now you know why I'm a whiny fuck. That's going down. I got people that I'm featuring after I'm I'm being tagged to feature and then they're yelling at me because I didn't feature right. It's just, it's getting to the point, Nick, where I'm like, fuck it. Let's just be a Star Wars show. Yeah. I don't need the fucking hour plus work every morning to look through these goddamn shots that make me depressed that I suck at toy (laughs) photography, trying to make people happy. And then we're being accused of, Hey, uh, you should edit clips. And then we both, it's like, fuckhead, you tagged me to be featured.
1: Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to cut
0: up your content. Like it's mine. You either get featured or
1: you don't. Sorry. It's our, it's our show. Yeah. We're not going to edit stuff as a particular way uh if and the other thing it, I, I, then, I wanna, sorry nick i yeah.
0: i want to clarify i am that none of this ire is being directed at the three artists okay it's it's not like trevor or or, or zay or jason were the ones like oh yeah don't pick matt because it'll be funny to watch him get all fucking angry on the show it just no one knows about us no one fucking stumps for us when it matters and this is what you get and it's like, I hope the panel gets passed. I really do for for the photographers. But what the fuck? I mean, what else do we need to do to get in the graces with these magical Star Wars fan outlets out there to be to, to, to be in the know like everyone else and get plugs and cross promos and audience build ups? What do we need to do? Do I need to quit swearing? Do we need to get on here and just, you know, talk poppy dugs and ice cream all the time? Like, oh, I love Star Wars. Nick, do you love? Yeah, I love Star Wars. Love too. it too. W- what else do you love? Oh, I love Star Wars. Okay. Yeah, I love Star Wars too. What do you love, Nick? I love. Okay. I mean, what, what is it? I don't get I don't it. Know. I don't get it. I oh, no. Like, we, we, we've, got we've... A, we've got a very dedicated group of fans, and I love all you motherfuckers. But outside of that, we're pieces of shit. It's like, it's like we, we have this nuclear waste symbol on the show. Do not touch, do not eat, do not consume. It will kill you. I don't get it. I don't get it. But that, that, that toy thing was like, what a fucking slap in the face. We really are jokes. We are fucking jokes. It's like, (sighs) give me a break. Well, Star Wars Net moderating toy photography and, and like the picture. Oh, is like, that's Ooh, toy fo- doing
1: it? That's, Yeah, toy that's photography.
0: Old. Again, they're in the club. They're in the club with all the other ones that are fucking cool, apparently, in, in Star Wars fan content creation land. Oh, motherfucker. And this page is like Star Wars fan creates. What the fuck do we do every week? This is why I'm considering stopping the features, not as a punishment. So people know we're a goddamn real Star Wars podcast. When they look at the page, it's not just all this awesome art. It's our fucking articles. It's the podcasts, Because that's all these other fuckers do.
1: Motherfuck. <laughs> well, at least we don't have to pay for tickets to go to Celebration.
0: <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, I mean, at, at this point, it's like, fuck you. I mean, just, you know what? Fuck it. And I, yeah, I, this is Sour Grapes. and I do sound like a whiny little bitch, but who cares? I'm a real human, damn it people have (laughs) feelings we have feelings too it's just you know man it's like come on really you're gonna take that from us too I know people bum our fucking speculations bum our exclusive with no credit but now you're gonna take our goddamn segment that we started and talk about how this is an up and coming art form up and coming it's been going on for over six years you fucks I sound like Mel Gibson on the, all those racist calls he was making <laughs> all those years ago. Like, why don't you just shut up and blow
1: me? <laughs> ah, man, right, I wonder sorry. why we don't get put on public panels. <laughs> I get it,
0: man. Trust yeah. me, I know why we are not. We are, you know, do not touch. I get it, but that that shouldn't that like make us. Th- stand out a bit it, 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 it again it's not just this i've looked at some of these other shows it's just like oh yeah woohoo yay everybody yay life yay this all right we're a little we're a little edgier so what i don't know i give up
1: oh <sighs> i guess I, I think i am
0: <laughs> i am definitely uh reconsidering how the features are being done. And and this is yeah. not like some backlash to the community because it's not their fault.
1: I mean, it's a it's, lot of work that you do for, you know, for just, no, I mean, for nothing, literally right. like, like we don't get paid to do it. I mean, you, you're, you scour through stuff every day and post it. So bro, hey, man, it, it's a, gets... it's
0: at minimum an hour of my day every day. And yes, right. it's, it's helped the Instagram page, get some followers. I completely understand that. I'm not, again, I'm not bitching about the artists. It's just like, you know, oh, there they are, the fucking forgotten ones, as always, the Star Wars time show, Uh, toy photography, it's an up-and-coming art form in the community. (laughs) Yeah, if you haven't been paying attention! Okay, all right. (laughs) I'm good you ready
1: <laughs> let's 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 get into our first topic this week <laughs> uh, and this
0: even now like now I feel like oh yeah I just reinforced the belief that I'm psychotic and that's okay but that's why people come to Star Wars time show at least a few of you that, that come and decide to stay like I said we appreciate you join the discord links and in instagram uh but I, I'm definitely not for everyone and I get that but I used to think that was kind of a Something that makes you just stand out, but these days it seems like you know you gotta you gotta march to the orders, be good, don't swear, don't scream, and just be positive. Yeah, woo. Okay, so let's. I'm gonna try to deliver this first segment with nothing but positivity. All right. Hey Nick, did you hear about that unannounced Star Wars project listed in Production Weekly? I did. What do you think
1: about that? Ah, there's a lot of things to think about it, but. I mean, it could be a show. It could be a movie. It could be a lot of things. But yes, for those of you who are out of the loop, there was an untitled Star Wars project that was literally listed as untitled Star Wars project working title Grammar Rodeo in the production weekly uh, magazine that just went out recently. Um, I mean, like there's not too much meat here. I'm going to be honest. Like there's you know, we can speculate. We can say a lot of stuff, but. Honestly, there wasn't any kind. There weren't any actors listed. There was nothing listed well, about w- the. We've got itself. a follow
0: up coming, Nick. The next okay. one adds a little meat to the bone. But you're right. Adds I mean, a it's just color. like color.
1: It's like,
0: oh yeah, this untitled Star Wars project. And what they mean by that, this is, a, you know, one of these that I, I believe this is an unannounced. Like this yes. probably wasn't on the board from December of twenty or whatever that was at this point in time. Yep. Uh And it is a working title of Grammar Rodeo, and supposedly shooting this spring um but like i said we we do have some some follow-up here and, and i nick i don't know if you you probably haven't but sometimes i, I pretend like you, you you scour the stuff or maybe come across it but th- there's been a lot of heat around uh what's his name john watts so he, he got it directed spider man no way home yes Watts something but apparently he's he's getting attached to this grammar rodeo thing and a lot of people are thinking that it is indeed going to be for Disney Plus and that it may focus within the High Republic era.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, still a lot of speculation um but so I mean, we can kind of move just kind of wrap in the the next article with it because that gives right. more color yeah. to it. Totally. So, from what we're seeing here and this is from one of the other uh leaker outfits uh they're basically saying that there, there's a casting call out for um these characters. Uh Wyatt for, for year this old, grammar
0: rodeo yeah, project.
1: For the so. unannounced grammar rodeo working title project. Wyatt, eleven year old male any ethnicity. Wyatt yearns for great adventures but finds his attention easily diverted. He wishes to be the hero in any situation he finds himself in. Wyatt is a series regular. These are probably not the actual names. I would guess these are just names of characters that they're using to as placeholders, perhaps.
0: It's weird because, um, Nick, I think this is a site that broke the Drash and Scad leak from, hell, year ago.
1: Yeah, from a while ago. And they
0: actually ended up maintaining those names. But you are right. Usually these casting sheets, they don't. Um, go all out and and provide yeah. the actual character name but we as you, you as never. you're gonna hear here there's a pattern to these these characters exactly so young yes. kids young so. kids
1: next up Ned 11 Ned. years old you got Ned's <laughs> a great Star Wars <laughs> name right Jedi Ned, Ned. yeah man Ned. I mean <laughs> you don't remember old Jim Skywalker right yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know old Jimbo Skywalker of yeah, the just,
0: the less talked about Skywalker family tree. He, yeah. He he stayed back on Tatooine and, yeah. and, and manned the uh, moisture farm.
1: Yeah, he he was the one who was running the whole operation after Luke left. Jimbo. But anyway, Mr. Ned, 11 years old, male any ethnicity, says Ned is described as Wyatt's bashful best friend. Ned is kind with a massive heart, but also tends to be uh, a rules follower. That being said, Ned often finds himself pulled into Wyatt's adventures. Ned is described as a series regular as well. Next up, Faye, 12 years old, non-binary or female, any ethnicity Faye is described as rebellious and extroverted. But at 12 years old, they already have a chip on their shoulder. Faye is described as a series regular. And the last one here is Kylie, 12-year-old female, any ethnicity Kylie is Faye's best friend and is described as serious, intelligent, and keeps her emotions guarded behind a wall. Kylie is also a series regular. So these sound like potentially Padawan. Like,
0: yeah, I just, I like what Trevor put in the, the live stream chat. Ned. Ned, now that's a name <laughs> I have not heard for a long time. <laughs> yeah, this old Ned instead of old Ben.
1: Old Ben, uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think you're you're hitting on the something here, and I actually, I didn't quite bold it out to make it important, but uh, the same site also reported that's looking for a male actor in his 30s to 40s for a series lead. So if, if this Grammar Rodeo is indeed set during the High Republic era, and these kids are young Jedi, Well, then this person would kind of be their, their, their master.
1: Their master. Uh, Yeah. One of their teachers. Um, I mean, it kind of, it kind of makes sense if you think about like what the high Republic era was, um, as we know it now, and as it's been described either in interviews or the books that you, that are out right now, It, it was a time of expansion in the galaxy and specifically why it's, um, explanation you know yearns for great a- adventure and stuff like that um it was a time of expand like the galaxy was actively expanding the known galaxy i should say it was actively what? expanding so. what
0: character comes to mind for Wyatt's description like one we've seen before do you, do you see a little bit of luke in him oh At yeah 100 100 yeah
1: great adventures easily Easily distracted, yeah. yeah. That sounds like Luke Skywalker to me. To I mean, that's honest. what Yoda
0: was always chewing him out for, right? Like, hey, you're you're yeah. never in the in the now. You're always looking here, there, future, this, that. Yeah.
1: I mean, what um, I would really love to see. uh, I mean, this is probably gonna be High Republic, but this would be really fucking awesome if if we got like a like a like a Jedi Academy during the sequel trilogy time, like Luke's sequel trilogy Jedi Academy, and Like we pick up with not Luke being the teacher, but, you know, maybe a Kyle Katarn or something like that. You know, a character that would be like Kyle Katarn that would fill that 30s to 40s series lead. Um, So while I think that High Republic is likely going to be what it is, I think it would be super awesome if we got some inside, uh, an inside look at Luke's Jedi Academy during the sequel trilogy. But that's just me.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's like, at this point, my friend, I think High Republic has started to hit pretty well for people that can read and aren't sloths like you and I with that type yeah. of stuff. <laughs> and, and, and you know, if, if it's popping for some people and, and they're enjoying it now, it's in what? It's second phase, third phase. I don't know. I, like, I, I've completely yeah, just kind I've of disengaged from, from High Republic stuff. Not, not be, it's like, whatever. I just, who cares? We, we got you know, we, we got shit for me to get all upset about and scream about on the show. We can't dedicate stuff to actual star Wars content. Um, but what, what the point I'm trying to make is like, eventually you got to start looping in the lazy people like you and me yeah. into this high Republic era. Cause this, this is 100% like Disney's stuff. Yeah. All right. This is nothing from George this is everything they, they've they kind of whipped up on their own with this story group, I think, led by Charles Soule uh, and the other writers that are regulars in, in the comic book and book space. So eventually, Nick, they they have to try to loop us into this this era. I know the Acolyte was going to kind of bookend at the end and maybe show some of the downfall or the beginning of the uh, Galactic Republic. But it, it it's probably time to start getting some moving pictures for those of us that, that don't care to read the books or the comic books. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it if it is a high Republic, because we, we should get a whole different presentation of the order, what it meant to be a Jedi, the, just how the galaxy functions. You got to remember at this point in time, the the Outer Rim territories are, are kind of like the Wild West that the Jedi are helping to settle. So I think there's there's a ton of potential just to do... New, 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 yeah, I mean, the only retread we we could potentially get in this, and you know they would have to do it would be throwing in you yep. know some Yoda quips here or there as he ascends to the uh, the grand master seat,
1: yeah, yeah, no, i I definitely agree that it's probably best for them to do high republic i mean the 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 sequel trilogy still has bad taste in people's mouths, so if we went back there, you would probably see a decline in viewership, I mean. The reality of fact is anything that's not that's going to be outside of established OT timeline or within the Mandoverse is probably going to see a dip in viewership <laughs> Um let's just be real because that's that, how Star speaking Wars of viewership
0: and, and we forgot to bring this up last week last but year, as, last week. as we are trying to figure out or indirectly figure out new ways to share our posts on Instagram which I think Nick settled on a design so I can move on to YouTube thumbnails next and eat up a week of time because I'm a I suck at design, but once I start trying to pretend, it, it's hard to stop doing. It's like, ooh, I moved this box a couple this pixels way, and yeah. changed to tint. What do you think, Nick? Does this make it better? <laughs> Eventually, I was like, dude, just fucking say X, Y, Z, so I can like move on. And and we figured that out. But uh, um, I have no clue what I was talking about. So.
1: Oh yeah, on. no, we were talking <laughs> about the viewership and. The detail that we left out last uh, week was that for those of you oh, who yeah, thought that, you. that book of Boba <laughs> Fett was killing Star Wars and is terrible, it had a thirty percent higher. Um, yeah, it was like thirty-eight percent more viewers. people tuned
0: in for the finale, finale than the finale of season two of Mando. Two and, of Mando. You know, you, you could probably explain that away. We're talking almost two. What shit? Season two of Mando would have ended in what twenty? The, the end of twenty twenty. So. You're talking over a year's time to add new subscribers, which which could have led to some of the bump too. But yeah, it, it definitely was a, sh- a show that people were were tuning into. Yeah, no, whether, it was. whether you like the way it, it played out or not. But it, it it was doing. I mean, it it closed better than Mando season two with the Luke moment. So that, yeah. that's not, not too, not too shabby for the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Still no news if they're going to get a, a, another season. And I, I honestly think that they're going to let that lie for a bit and hope that the, the little, um, storm cloud that was hovering over the, the book of Boba Fett and it's seven episodes moves on. Uh, but we all know, I mean, people, uh, people in this fandom never forget, right. They, they never, never forget. forget their, the- it it <laughs> took me, it took me, well over a decade lots of star wars time show therapy with nick and the excellent conclusion of the clone wars for me to finally get past my anger for the prequels. so i get it it's it is a process that takes time for some of us to heal um but i don't know i i i, I kind of wish we didn't have to be kind of inundated with everyone's opinions anymore because it does kind of muck up the fandom and you know we, we ended up we usually end up talking more about how much fans hate than what we actually enjoy about star wars anymore it's it's a very odd dynamic that this fandom has gotten itself into since uh, tlj yeah it's like tlj is that that moment in the fandom a true demarcation point where it's like you know the, the and after that between- it
1: became okay to to shit on anything and everything apparently but right um I mean, you know, there are some valid criticisms with the book of Boba Fett. And then there's just flame like usual. But I I do agree with with you, Matt, that I think that you know, this is the safest time period to work in now, especially if you're not going to include characters that you're familiar with. Um, the, yeah, the I mean, High what Republic, what can
0: people get angry about with High Republic unless they're like know. hardcore book fans and they, and they messed up a character look or something, but like yeah i mean outside of it hey this isn't my star wars this is more of that disney woke shit look they said non-binary or binary. female yeah so i mean yeah that that'll probably be the the latch on right the the wokeness of disney and it's that's probably to star gonna wars. be
1: it and i mean honestly the if that's what bothers people then i'm sorry that that bothers you but you don't have to watch it um but i'm excited to see some some high republic stuff it's been a you know the the publishing initiative itself has been live for over a year almost two i think at this point
0: brando is reporting in the live stream though that the the last book was terrible i mean and quoting it was like reading the story of the titanic so i mean have you you
1: seen the movie titanic that was the (laughs) highest grossing film for (laughs) almost 30 years people like that stuff i guess i must say saying saying that as a negative point actually doesn't help your case at all um (laughs) but yeah some people might be like oh cool titanic yeah it's let's like titanic it i fucking titanic love in space let's go for it yeah i mean fuck yeah i'm I'm all about it but uh i mean it's a, it's an area that we don't know anything about it's an area of a lot of like of, of basically jedi as you could almost look at them as kind of like royalty superstars the we, for sure yeah, like the, rock the superstars yeah. of the galaxy and then everything that's going on in the background with the you know the dark side and everything like that it's it's like this slow build towards what we eventually know happens with palpatine and the fall of the republic um there's a lot of things to like about it i like the idea of of the high republic kind of having this this wild west feel to it because there's so much exploration happening there's so much new discovery happening with jedi going out into unexplored regions of the galaxy and and, you know, discovering new species, discovering new planets, discovering new ecosystems and stuff like that. So it's it's always been interesting to me. It's just I am a lazy fuck who reads like this has literally happened to me twice, not even on Star Wars books. Like the first High Republic book, I read half of it and I stopped and I enjoyed the half that I read. It's not like I didn't like it. I just stopped. And then another <laughs> book that I just got recently, and it's not a Star Wars book at all. It's not even related to Star Wars. I picked it up, I read a hundred page of it, 100 pages of it in two days, and then I just stopped. Like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me mentally. I do know that I have a mental block about finishing things. like if I'm watching a TV series and I know it's coming to the end end, You'll I will stop s- it. I'll stop. I'll slow down, like the expanse. we're on we're in the middle of season five, and I <laughs> know it ends at season six, yeah. and we have been binge watching the expanse all the way up to that point. And now I'm like, you're just like, fuck it. Yeah. I was like, we'll watch one episode a week.
0: I wonder what happened to you. It's like, like something when you were young to where you don't want to, you don't want the gratification to end. You know what I mean? It's like, (laughs) you're drawing it out because you know, it's a good thing, but you also know if you consume them, it's over and you don't want that to be over. So it's like something, something back in, in your, you know, in young Nick's past
1: yeah, it's I said, where, you know,
0: it's like maybe you were the older brother, though. So it wasn't like you was. know, your, your brother was stealing your toys after you think, enjoyed playing with it. Or-
1: I think I have a vivid memory. Like, I well, I, I don't think I know I do from when I was a kid. And it was when Mr. Rogers ended like his the run ended. Like I had been watching Mr. Rogers <laughs> since I was a child and, and, and that like, killed you. That kid, like, I watched the last one, and my mom told me, She's like, You know, like, that's the last one. There's no more Mr. Rogers. Oh, no, you're and, like, right. I this is it. Cry. Like, I had an <laughs> emotional breakdown <laughs> at whatever age I was. And I think that was it. That was the one that threw me off. That- I think you're right, you know, so
0: if you're there's some free therapy or if you ever go be like, hey, man, listen, I'm fucked up because Mr. Rogers, Mr. quit Roger. the air. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Rogers fucked me up. I can't I can't give myself self gratification anymore. You know, I, I, I always got to end something be, just uh, it's like you want to control the end. Yes. Yeah, you, you couldn't control Mr. Rogers wanting to retire, but Nick can control when he's going to see the series finale of the expanse. Exactly. I get it. I get it. Very <laughs> that's, good. That's, that's the mental <laughs> block that I have.
1: But um, yeah, I mean, the expanse ends published. pretty
0: good by the way, like for all the shit they started, okay. they, they, they tend to wrap it up, but I, I'd argue they, they leave it pretty loosey goosey to apparently pursue even deeper into um, well, the books there's, that these are based on. So yeah,
1: there's a pair, There's nine books. And there's only six seasons. And apparently the people who have watched it to its completion and read the books are like, okay, now we need the the rest of the books. We need to finish. Yeah. Cause it, uh, it, it gets
0: to a, it gets to a stage. It ends some of the main stuff that's been going on for the yeah. seasons. And, and it's a definite, it's almost like they were saying to Amazon, like, Hey, uh, hey. if you pay us, what well, we can keep doing more. Yeah,
1: Apparently that's Jeff, like Jeff Bezos loves the, it's his favorite book series. So well, when he's also,
0: picked- I mean, isn't, isn't the reason Amazon got uh, Lord of the Rings of is because Rings. of yeah. him, too. And he's like, him, listen, yeah. I'll spend anything on it yeah. to make it look good. Exactly. He, good.
1: he took the John Hammond approach. He was like, spare no expense in making this show. So they didn't.
0: Speaking of that, we, we just did all the Jurassic Parks this past weekend. Because, uh, I don't know, my, like like my kid saw the trailer for the new one. And she's like, oh, we okay. should go see its Like, well, we got to get gotta get you caught up then so you know who everyone is but
1: that's a good that's a good run i mean honestly i thought jurassic world fallen kingdom was awful but up to that like i could i could deal with like the weird jurassic park two and three i i like jurassic world because it was essentially just jurassic park one again so
0: yeah no they're 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 all right i mean i i i kind of slept through some of some of them because we usually throw these on towards the end of the night and we're laying in the couch got a fire going and i mean these are movies i've seen multiple times yeah and, you know sometimes I'll, I'll doze off but now you <laughs> yeah. know the little one's like daddy
1: your <laughs> eyes are closed again it's oh, like oh no. shit
0: <laughs> now she's catching on to this now i gotta you know be alert at all times
1: oh man but I yeah. checked
0: out, we, we actually took her to the Uncharted movie on Friday, and I she quite enjoyed it, she quite enjoyed it, it it's alright, I mean, I, I could see this definitely starting a franchise, especially
1: based on the the, the, the money it made. Oh, because Tom Holland makes money. Tom Holland could literally film a movie where he's just sitting in the bathroom the whole time and it would make $100 million. Yeah, I
0: I realize like this kid already is, he's a box office draw. I mean, that's one of the reasons I, I was like, you know what? I don't think it sticks too close to the games. Not that I give a shit. Uh, but Tom's in it, so it can't be too bad. And yeah. that's that's how we made the choice. But yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's very over the top. Lots of like Fast and Furious, just insanity. But hey, it's a fucking movie, right? That, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. What you, what that's what we want to see. That's uh, what we want
1: to see. Speaking of movies and TV shows, um, is this, so this High Republic show, we're thinking that it's not the Acolyte, totally unannounced. So do you Correct. think this could be like, the Acolyte could be like the bookend? Like one bookend, and then this show here is going to be the other. Yeah, bookend. I mean,
0: because I know we discussed. I believe the Acolyte's supposed to start filming right around the same time as as this show too. So, I think so. you would think they would want to run the High Republic one first.
1: Yeah, like um, the the the. But beginning who knows? I mean, I
0: depending on what story they're looking to tell in each, I would also be down for a, like a prequel approach with the high Republic series, kind of filling in some of the gaps that were just glossed over in the acolyte. I mean, I, I love that type of storytelling if done right. I, I you know, I'll argue that it was not done right for the, the, the star Wars prequels, at least not what I had cooked up in my head. Uh, but there are, there have been prequels in other franchises that have come out and, you know kind of expertly filled in some of the gaps that the the prior film or whatever um was was trying to relate to the viewer there so i i'd be fine either way Uh, what i wanted to ask you if you look at the cast and the ages yep that could to me could get a little squirrely like it it could almost become too much of a kid type of show
1: yeah too kiddy
0: you know almost falling like a like a sitcom format like a you know Nikki Ricky Dicky and Don like every episode yeah. the kids getting into some high jinks and the the master has to get them out of it type of shit yeah um, it, it's, it's like do you think they can get very serious with it with a kid cast i mean would there be moments that these the, the actors could pull off i don't know i mean that
1: yeah this it, may be a, a bit more of a i don't see it being like a comedy angle but i could definitely see it being like a like a Disney, like a, like a very kid friendly version of Star Wars with the, I mean, if four of your main characters are under the age of 13, then it's going to be hard to kind of play with a lot of mature themes. Um, especially if they're going to be bumming around with like one older person as their, as their master. So I could see it being almost like a live action version of the Clone Wars, um, except it being like or like a live action version of like clone wars or rebels where you have like comedic moments, but it's still kind of like a pretty serious tone throughout the series. And then it just it being in live action and the, and that being like the, you know, the entry point to the High Republic is like, yeah, you see the, the future of the, of the high Republic here or like the future of the Jedi here. But then we're also getting some mature themes mixed in through like the missions that they're going on and stuff like that. So, um, Probably yeah, I mean, I, not going to be a, like Book of Boba Fett stuff where people no. are exploding and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Well,
0: you know, like, I think you have a good point on the Clone Wars because there were some arcs where it would yeah. just follow younglings. Uh, it was either, you know, Yoda and the younglings or Ahsoka and the younglings, Ahsoka and Barriss and the younglings. And it, it wasn't just a one-off episode. It, they would actually progress through it. And, and there were, you, you kind of got into some of that high jinks dealing with kids But in the end, they usually like learned a life lesson. And then that's what Mm -hmm. this could be kind of like a like a full house or like I said, you know, those types of TGIF sitcoms from back in the day where uh, every episode kind of has a lesson that the kids learn through fucking up. And then the adult comes in like, oh, but yeah, you know how Danny Tanner used to always have his. The the wrap up talk at the the end, yeah, yeah. They'd even play the music, and you're like, oh, here Danny's coming in to kind of teach him a lesson now, exactly. And and, and I could see a show like this going that that route too. Some
1: good stuff thrown in the chat: Teenage Mutant Ninja Jedi's, and then Star uh, Wars Goonies, Goonies, a good one, yeah. Um, So yeah, I mean those those are all possible. My buddy Phil jumped in here said he enjoyed the first High Republic book, but he wishes that they were a little bit more disconnected, that there was no link to the original stuff like they have with Yoda and others. And I've heard that, like I kind of voiced that too. When, when they first announced it, um, it's hard when you was, make the you know,
0: motherfucker almost a century. I know old, he's like you know? 900 years old. And it's like, right, so I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot. I always say century. Like that means a thousand.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a Almost a millennium. Hi, my name's yeah. Matt. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I am curious to see though, like how much they're actually going to use him. Cause I feel like if you, if you use him sparingly or like in some shows just don't use him at all, then you can kind of have that like, you know, you can put that distance between what we know and what we don't know of the High Republic. And maybe then you still have that feeling like, oh, this is all new. That Like, we don't know any of these characters. And then you, know, you have like Yoda pop in for a little bit and, and, and kind of ground you in in the... In yeah, where you are. totally. Yeah,
0: I, I I could see that, but he can't be. I mean, he he couldn't. I just don't want him that to be prominent, prominent. of a yeah. figure. Like exactly. he should still be. You know, maybe maybe other Jedi's are kind of cracking jokes on him still because he's not like the Grandmaster yet. Like look at this, yeah. little, this little guy's been around for seven hundred years, hasn't even made Grandmaster yet. What's yeah, up with a... that? <laughs> why does he Why does he talk like a jerk off? You know like <laughs> moments like that where it's they're like, talking did you shit he, about did you Yoda. see
1: him in yaddle in the other room did yes you see him? exactly <laughs> we still, get the I, grogu you, we get the grogu uh conception moment and yeah the, and we <laughs> we learned
0: that it takes you know over 200 years for their to species gestate. To, to gestate so that, that's why he shows up you, you know he's 20 yeah. when order 66 goes down so i'm, I'm telling you man I I still think there's something to the fact that when Grogu was asked to take Luke back to his home and it was it was the temple there, there yeah. there's something behind that I believe. Could be. I could, could see be. Yoda and Yaddle getting a little touchy-feely after a council <laughs> session here or there. <laughs> Or maybe oh, they were the last ones and they made a pact like, hey, we're not supposed to do this, but we got to carry on the species. Just don't tell I, anyone because yeah. uh, we, we really fuck with Skywalker when it comes to attachments. So <laughs> I know, yeah, we really got on out. his ass.
1: <laughs> we got to be we, real down We essentially made him
0: become Lord Vader because of what we told him about attachments and how bad Mace Windu would make him feel about himself, so let's yeah. keep
1: this on the DL. Stipulation. You can only attach to things when you're saving somebody. You know <laughs> saving what? Your that's, own species. Why, <laughs> that's why
0: Yaddle disappears after She's the Phantom gone. Menace. Yeah. Yoda, Yoda knocked her up and took her out. Just snuffed yeah. her out. She was a loose end. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, it's like we
1: can't let anybody know.
0: That. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, we're we're grown up. We're <laughs> yeah, we're
1: we're, up. we're off the rails. But uh, I mean, it's also I also like knowing that they're actively working on stuff that we don't know about and we've never yeah. heard about. You know, that yeah. makes me feel like they're not just you know they're not just throwing up a splash screen of all of these titles and just be like, well, that's it. That's all you're gonna get. Like they're developing, they're working, they're casting, they're doing all of these things for a project that we literally know nothing about. So um, that's pretty. Awesome. And
0: this would be the one. And I know Greggy Boy sent us a story out. Tones may have posted it too. But th- this is the project that people are talking about. Watts being attached, attached to. I don't. I don't know. It's showrunner or just directing an episode here or there. If it is indeed Disney Plus, like everyone's making it out to be um but you know that that'd probably be a good get considering the guy just did no way home which is now it's like it's eclipsed all right it, it's become the new number 1
1: domestic film of all time yeah. i believe so yeah. it's beat avatar it's beat titanic T F. I i uh, mean the, tfa was number 2 i think yeah or or it no, was endgame, no it was right? end game yeah i don't think it passed end game it passed av it was end game avatar tfa and then titanic was the and yeah. then it's and all we're saying is it,
0: it made a bunch of fucking genies. Yeah, a,
1: a lot of money, just in the U.S. too. Like, not this isn't yeah. like global box office. This is just U.S. So. domestic. Crazy, it, it's crazy. It's like
0: I, I mean, if Sony and, and I think they've worked it out, but if Sony and Marvel aren't actively planning out the next ten years of Spider-Man, they're they're stupid idiots. It's like, come on, you you've seen what have happened. Your fruits. Have have shown everyone the fruits of your labor, working those deals, shit talking negotiations about this character being in here and rights and this right and we own that right. Look what it has produced. Just stick with it. Same to you, Mister Holland. Don't get all cocky now and want to take on all these art art you know artistic roles and in independent movies. You play Peter Parker until you look like P- Peter B. Parker. All right from. From uh, the other excellent Spider-Man, the the the, the, the into the Spider-Verse, into the you know spider. he's got a little bit of a pooch. Yeah, you know, he look, kind of looks like a bum. Just keep Dang. doing it. I, I don't get actors that give up cash-making roles like this. Like for oh, it's for the art firm. Fuck you. <sighs> <laughs> you know why you're getting in movies like Uncharted and and this that and the other thing because of Spider-Man. So you yeah. play that character until the cows come home, good sir.
1: Because
0: <laughs> uh, like me, I don't think he's getting any taller, and he's definitely ha- he definitely has a baby face, so he could easily play Parker. Yeah, he can ride for that for a while, <laughs> a decade or more. I mean, how even even Toby didn't look too geriatric when 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 he showed back up in the way. Yeah, home, yeah, so.
1: Toby Toby has aged very well. So. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what what Mr. Holland does. Maybe he's got a couple other things in the in the works before he jumps back into the Spidey suit. But, um, yeah, I mean, let's uh, we got we got we have some more casting news, right? We got another. We, we do. Another it's not not Tom casting. Holland,
0: although he not did Tom. try out for the sequel trilogy. He did. He tried out he, for a
1: sequel trilogy. He read
0: for Finn. Believe yes. it or not, I think. Um, but yeah, th- this one we kind of bumped last week too. We pushed it, as they say in the business. Uh, but this was uh, reported by the Hollywood Reporter, so you could pretty much take it as it, 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 it's good to go. And this is the news that Ray Stevenson of Rome Vikings Thor—he's uh, uh, in the Hobbit too, probably. Uh, yeah, that, I think
1: that's that. The picture that he's like one of the. No, uh, th-
0: this is that's the guy he plays in Thor. That's where this picture's from.
1: Oh, I thought he was. He's in. like.
0: He's like one of Thor's buddies, like the the Mary Four, whatever the fuck they call those those four other characters, you know, Lady uh, Six. Oh, yes, and, yes,
1: yes. Maybe I'm confused then because that character looks like somebody in The Hobbit.
0: I yeah. mean, Ray, Ray's been in a lot of big shit. I mean, he was the Punisher at one point in time in the movie called The Punisher. Uh, yeah. I, I still think one of the one of the roles that introduced me to Ray Stevenson was that that Rome series that ran for uh, a, a season or two on HBO and he kind of befriends himself with a With like a a Roman commander and, you know, works his way up through society. Good stuff. That show, I might might need to do a rewatch on that show. That was a pretty good show before like the days of Game of Thrones and whatnot on HBO. But anyways, uh, Mr. Stevenson, who like I said, has been in a lot of pop culture stuff. So you've definitely seen this guy before. In fact, he's also been in Star Wars, Nick. He is Mm -hmm. the voice of Gar Saxon in The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. But considering Mr. Saxon gets taken out, uh, I, I think we can we can say we say
1: he's not in it
0: with full confidence that Gar Saxon is not going to be yeah. in the Ahsoka series played by Ray. In fact, THR is reporting that yes, Ray Stevenson has joined the cast of Ahsoka, and that he is playing an admiral, but not the admiral that you may be thinking about when you. Put two and two together. You think Ahsoka, what'd she say in the Mando? Oh, Admiral? No. Not playing Thrawn, but is definitely playing a bad guy, another Admiral. And I don't know anyone else, and you know who, who knows if this guy's still alive or if he was on the Death Star, but I could visualize Ray Stevenson as Admiral Rampart, the guy introduced in Bad oh. Batch as, as like Tarkin's number two. Yeah, and he was the one
1: who was in in charge of all the imperial propaganda, right? Like he was the one that was running the propaganda machine, right? He he was
0: on the hollow feeds, like everyone, get your chips and we'll give you credits and tag your ships, basically, you know, get get into our rolodex so we can keep tabs on everybody. Uh, But he was also the one that was championing the the stormtrooper program over the clones. He was um, Crosshair's direct report. I don't know. He probably is not playing Admiral Rampart. Uh, but you know, admiral in the uh,
1: remnant navy, there
0: is a chance. There is there's a chance.
1: There is a chance. A ch- um, I think it's a good casting. I mean, I've seen. I mean, like obviously, I've seen Thor. I know his work from from Clone Wars. I don't think I've never seen the Punisher movie with him, and I've only seen like a limited amount of Vikings. But I enjoyed what I did watch of it. Um, so I mean, like, and then like. It's always good to have somebody who commands a presence, and if there's one thing that you oh, can he's say a big about guy his, I mean he, yeah. yeah
0: he's tall and burly looking that's for sure
1: yeah, like if there's anything you can say about Bray Stevenson is that he commands a presence, so um, I do appreciate that level like like those types of actors and then taking the screen and see he would what they can he would look good so. in
0: that like in in the white admiral uniform, for yeah. the. The uh, the remnant there. I mean, who knows if if Thrawn's still whipping the white? Uh, we still have to figure out how this motherfucker. You know, you know, people get all upset about Star Wars. I mean, they they still have to write a way out of the end of Rebels, where Thrawn and Ezra <laughs> get sucked into the vacuum That's, of space with no windshield yeah. on a star destroyer. So, that is very uh, true. I mean, who the fuck knows what's going on with with these guys? But it looks like Ray may be one of Thrawn's, we think he's going to be one of his main, main henchmen. Could he, could he possibly be a plant? Could he be playing, uh, you, you know, a, a, double, a agent? double agent? And this this yeah. is who Ahsoka is working through, you know?
1: That would be interesting. You know, we, what, what, like what was the code name that she was working under? Um, and then that, that Admiral or, or Callus was working under before, uh, man, I know that, <laughs> that ahsoka worked under in fulcrum. fulcrum fulcrum yes yeah. i mean like could he be the next another, iteration of fulcrum another fulcrum yeah like callus ahsoka and now you have uh ray stevenson's character as like the mole within the uh within the imperial forces um if he is close to thrawn though it would be kind of hard for him to play fulcrum because they've been out of the galaxy for so long you yeah. would imagine, you know, like he their their presence in the galaxy hasn't been known or at least widely known to where you could have somebody infiltrate their ranks, um, but it's it's possible, it's definitely possible, um, yeah, I mean, I, I and I think he's gonna play a prominent role too. I don't think you cast somebody like Ray Stevenson Yet. who has a lot of like, you know, I agree, backing behind him, a lot of good screen time, and like put him up there for for small roles or for like a, like a one-off kind of thing. I would imagine that he's going to be in there for a little bit and play a bit more of a prominent role. Um, I do. I, I mean, I love the casting. I like the guy's look. I like what he brings in terms of his stage presence to, to, uh, to the show. And if he's playing off of somebody like Thrawn, which is almost surely going to be the voice actor, um Lars, Lars, Lars uh, M- Mickey Allison or however yeah, you say their Mik- name. So I think that would be a good, a good duo, like a good bad yeah. guy duo to have. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all for it. Might yeah, watch it, Rome you know, now
0: I, too. <laughs> it's, it's something to add to the list for sure. As, as some other people in the live stream, which by the way, if you want to join the live stream, we do it every Tuesday on YouTube, usually around two thirty P East youtube.com slash star Wars time show. You just throw it up. Listen to the nonsense. You know, today you got a bonus screaming session to start the show. So apologies to that. See, I took it back down. I took it back down a few notches. All right. Sometimes I just got to get that out of my system. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. I. I mean, he, the, the cast is shaken up to be pretty damn slick for Ahsoka, because we now have Ray Stevenson who's joining Rosario, our Queen, Hayden, our King. Natasha Lou Bordizzo and Ivana Sokno. So those have been the, none of these, by the way, outside of Rosario are official, but when you have large sites like THR or Variety, uh, sites of those ilk, it's legit. Like yeah. these people don't run that type of stuff on a whim, like someone like me would do on Star Wars Time Show.
1: They don't I mean, need I'll, to clickbait stuff over there. They get enough right. clicks without the bait. yeah. I mean, I'll,
0: I'll run an exclusive as a rumor if I only get one source. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to be a professional journo and, and get multiple confirmations. I'm like, all right, shit. Someone said something. Let's like you see if it <laughs> sticks. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can get people to click on it or at least steal it and then list it as their own exclusive two or three months later to run it on Reddit like this one site did this past week. So, yay. Let's not go back down that path, okay? All right, so Ray, add it to the cast. Okay, so Kenobi talk. We got two very uh, juicy Kenobi stories. Uh, In this first one, honestly, we talked about it months ago based on another leak that now is seeming to be definitely legit so I don't know I mean I don't think people that listen to the show regularly are those types that want to avoid spoilers because we pretty much let them rip left or right it's our job Uh, a lot of this stuff I would prefer to just kind of watch play out but the inner SWTS in me there's always time for Star Wars time it makes that very hard to do Uh, But you may want to tune out of this one for the next 10, 15 minutes, even though we we have discussed this exact moment happening uh, many moons ago uh, based on another leak. But anyways, moving into some Kenobi leak territory, Uh, we learned about a prominent Skywalker Saga character will be used to help kick off events in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. All right, so... As I said in the write-up here, this is uh, this is confirmation of a report we ran and discussed on the show back in July. Yeah. All right, so th- it's got some legs to it.
1: And even before that, we had speculated about something like this happening. So. And, and we- I was the
0: one—I mean, apparently there's a large faction out there of people that are like me, like, Kenobi can't leave Tatooine, and Nick was always like, fuck you, sure he can. <laughs> and, and sure as shit, it's happening. All right, so— um, as I kind of put in the, in the write-up here, there is another, just like Yoda said, the Kenobi on Dagobah, and this is coming from Star Wars Newsnet, and they're reporting as fact, all right, so it is now fact, which back in July, it was just rumor speculation, that Princess Leia will indeed be the MacGuffin that gets things going in Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series, Yes. Uh, And that's in terms of at least getting Kenobi out of his cave and kind of rejoining uh, the galaxy. And Nick, do you remember us talking about this and the fact that if Leia is in the show and she is the one that, you know, we even I think in that report is like, hey, you know, someone has been captured And it's someone important, and Kenobi is the one that has to come and get. And we're like, well, you know, Leia would make sense for that. She's very important to Bail Organa, who is very important to the galaxy and the Rebel Alliance. So this could definitely be someone that could motivate Kenobi to leave his post on Tatooine. And that's exactly what we're going to get. So the report goes on that a 10-year-old Leia will be held prisoner in a cantina-esque location. Bale, her adoptive father, will enlist Obi Wan to rescue her. And this will essentially kick off his new adventure that will eventually see him battling his former apprentice again in Darth Vader. All right. So, yeah, interesting. It it has turned out that she is going to be the MacGuffin, which is the one that I think I finally acquiesced to Nick like, okay, yes. I could see Kenobi leaving his cave. And yes, he is reported as living in a cave, kind of like a a homeless person at this point in time uh, to go help out in the galaxy again. A
1: literal caveman. Literally a man living in a cave. Um, Yeah, I mean, this kind of goes along with a lot of the speculation that we had even prior to that report happening. Like, what could get him off of Tatooine? To me, the only answer was... Uh, was Leia because in my mind right. and probably in his mind as well, like he's as important as Luke. Like there's no difference between like Luke falling yeah. into Anakin's hands and then Leia falling into Anakin's hands. They both have the same potential. And if you ask Yoda, Leia had more potential. Leia was <laughs> so. always
0: his his want. That's, yeah. that's who he wanted to follow the path. But so, you know, she kind of got sucked up into the political side of things.
1: Yeah. So, um, and obviously Leia is a little bit more prominently shown than Luke. Luke is literally tucked away on a planet that nobody cares about with a family that nobody cares about. So, um, you know, the fact that, that Luke wasn't the first one found, probably not all that surprising. Um, and Leia being a part of a prominent senatorial family... And, um, you know, obviously, in, in kind of in the public eye to a certain degree, makes sense that she would be targeted for something like this, even if they don't know she's a Skywalker. If somebody has a grudge against the Organas um, in, well, we in the actually, Imperial. There, there's um, a few
0: more details, Nick. You're, you are speculating yourself right into details, So you're not too okay. far off. There we go. All right. So after this came out, MSW published a report to flesh out even more of what's going on. And you know whatever you want to say about Jason and the team, he actually put out like an hour long video today or yesterday, finally addressing the uh, the accusations against him because I guess it's it's just it just doesn't go away. It's it's gotten worse and whatever. But I I've seen people. I mean, there, there's people on Reddit now just lifting his content and posting it as their own because he's been banned from Reddit. That's bullshit too. But yeah. either way msw added a few more details on this leia report from swnn and you know yeah so bale will travel to tatooine get him out of the cave and uh, according to msw obi-wan will be going to a and this is in quotes this is his description here reno if it were in if it were a star wars
1: planet isn't that just canto bite
0: well, I, I I've never been to Reno, but I've heard it's a little more less Dirt, like refined. Yeah, like yeah. it's a little little more loose. Maybe like what, what's that main street in old Vegas, you know, where Oh so, uh, not not the strip, but like the old strip. Yeah, yeah, I know what a little you're talking
1: goofy. about.
0: Yeah. Um and, and he'll be leaving on public transportation just like we saw Din Take recently in, in the book of Boba Fett. MSW also confirms that Vivian Lyra Blair, the little girl from Bird Box, is indeed the one playing Leia. That was also reported back in um, July. Leia is described as being sassy, and that her and Kenobi will have an interesting dynamic together, with some back and forth taking place. Okay, but this isn't this isn't going to go on too far into the show because if you remember last week, we reported once Vader. Catches wind that this guy's still alive, that's when he takes over from the Inquisitors and and heats things up. So the Leia and Kenobi stuff is probably only going to be episode one and two.
1: Okay, so question for you Do you feel like this makes the whole beginning of A New Hope squirrely? Because we have that message that Leia sends to Obi-Wan. Where she essentially has to explain who she is. Like, hi, this is Leia. You, you worked for my father during the Clone Wars and blah, 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 all this. And based off of th- what this speculation is, they were kicking around together when she was 10 years old. And 10 years old is plenty enough time for you to have long-term memory stored. Like, I can remember things from when I was 10
0: well, I, you know, I, you're, you're not wrong, Nick, I, and I think it's just going to be more of the way they've explained a lot of shit that Ben says in A New Hope is like, you know, from a certain point of view, you know, maybe he was, because it wasn't so much, it, it wasn't so much, to me at least, that, that Leia didn't know who Kenobi was, it looked more like Kenobi didn't know who Leia was.
1: Yeah, but that's he, what I was you know, saying. He, as he's as
0: also as... sitting back there. He's rubbing his beard, smiling. So he, you could technically argue that, you know, he's he's playing it cool, playing, he's yeah. playing everything on the down low, because it's like you said, he knows this is Luke's sister at this point in time. So I, I guess we can explain away with it. He, he wasn't going to give any reaction like his poker face was up. He wasn't going to let anything out that he knew exactly who this girl is, her importance to the galaxy and why he is agreeing. Because you remember, he does agree to leave. He was going to yeah. leave without Luke. Like he was he was yep. like, all right, if I'm getting this message from this little girl that we're now going to see him say when she is a little girl, he knows shit has gotten bad again. And it's time for him to kind of re-inject himself into galactic politics. But, yeah, I mean, we've, we've been talking about a lot of lines that are going to mean different things after this show and I think you're spot on those moments are going to meet. They are going to play out a little differently now because we as fans are going to see these characters interact where we never got to see them interact
1: in a new hope. Very true. Very true. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, I, I like it. Space Reno, the, the inquisitors, we already know that, that Rupert friend is going to be playing an inquisitor. We know that, um, Mo is playing in Inquisitor as well.
0: She has now been described, Nick, as the third sister. Third sister. So I'll, I'll I'll go on because like I said, MSW, he gets the goods. There's there's no doubt about it. Um but yeah, so rescuing Leia, that's ultimately is what is gonna fuck up Kenobi's life. Because up until then, he you know, living like a rat, keeping his head down, doing his thing. But when he pops up and they see a Jedi of his caliber resurface to get this girl, that's what is going to elicit Vader's interest and in, in really kind of kick off uh, episodes three, four, five, and 6 and, and Vader's just pure lust for taking out Kenobi. But here we go with the Inquisitor. So like I said, Moses is now being called the third sister. Um, I, I don't know if if we're going to run that as official, but MSW is reporting that the fifth brother and the third sister will be the masterminds behind the Leia capture with the purpose to draw out a big catch like Kenobi from hiding. So what it sounds like to me, Nick, it's not so much like, hey, we're going to get this Organa girl and that's going to get Kenobi. They know like how prominent Bale is, both yeah. in the Galactic Republic and now the Rebel Alliance, that if they take his adoptive daughter, they're hoping they're going to draw out a master, someone that's been hiding. Uh, Because, you know, the Inquisitors exist or existed to help Vader and Palpatine, for that matter, clean up the remnants of Order 66.
1: It's interesting to me that they would think that kidnapping her would draw out a Jedi. Well, here's it. I didn't I didn't finish. I see you're
0: you're doing good. You're doing what you (laughs) should do. You're speculating. But apparently the Inquisitors have been studying up on Jedi and going over their connections in life, all right, you know, who who were they friendly with back before Order 66, so this is why they decide, like, all right, Bale Organa's ties, we know who he was talking to, we could see the hollow recordings, let's go after Bale, all right, let's do something to Bale, let's take his kid, because they don't know she's yeah, she, they clearly. don't know she. I mean, clearly, Skywalker they would just color. keep her, and then it would say end credits: the Empire wins, right? <laughs> um, but they know they know because of Bale's prominence, especially during the Galactic Republic, and how he was aligning himself with the Jedi. I mean, hell, he was the last one there twice i mean he he went there and, and saw jet getting murdered by the 501 he yep. he helped pick up yoda from his fight with the uh, homeboy and he brought obi-wan and yoda back to the temple so they could kill the uh, the 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 recording so yeah i mean they, they probably caught bail working with jedi at some point in time yeah and that's what the inquisitors are going off they're like all right if we fuck with this guy we're probably going to get someone big i don't know if it's like yeah we're going to get kenobi but it's 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 the way it was written, Nick, it's like someone of that type of level, like a, yeah. a, master,
1: a master will be drawn level. out. Interesting. Um, interesting. OK. So
0: so carrying on with the space Reno, if you remember, we got some concept art and, and I definitely believe one of these, if not both of these are going to be this Reno planet. Nick, I don't know if you can see it on the
1: post, but can see it. Yep
0: you got like this drab one but it does have like kind of a casino feel it looks like you know you got like open uh, open venues along a strip that people could go into Yep, yep the other one's a little more like real vegas so you know maybe maybe this is coruscant or a lower level of coruscant but i do believe if you're on the live stream one of these two pieces of concept art is this space Reno that we're being talked about? And the reason we're still talking about space Reno, not because we are degenerates and need to gamble, <laughs> But this is where Kenobi is going to run into Kamal Nanjiani's character. Indeed. Okay. So apparently his character is already a contact of Organa's and apparently Kenobi's at this point. And this is who Obi-Wan is going to link up with once he lands on Space Reno to get details about where Leia is being held. Uh, and, And apparently Kamal's character will tell him, all right, it's in this spice den and the the last pit here, and it's a it's a correction to what we were talking about last week, this Tom O'Connell guy, one of the one of the actors playing Vader in Kenobi last yes. week it was we reported that he's also going to be playing a Zabrik Jedi in Kenobi. That was not correct. He is playing a Zabrik, but is more than likely just a patron at this spice then that Kenobi will be going to. He is playing a Jedi in the series. Just not a Zabrick Jedi,
1: okay. Right? Yeah, so, but I mean, it seems like this guy is playing, uh, you know, at this point, it's three confirmed roles he's playing Vader, he's playing a Jedi, and he's playing it's a, a dream Zabric. come true. Like,
0: yeah. I, 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 this guy's been described more of, uh, of like a stunt guy, but it, it's kind of the same thing that happened to to Brendan and Latif with The Mandalorian, yeah, where I, I, I doubt they were pitched like, hey, um you're this is going to be recurring you're pretty much going to be the guy uh, you're going to have work for the next seven or eight years bank on it it's going to be huge people are finally going to know who you are and what you do uh, but it, it's very similar for it sounds like what this tom guy's getting because uh, msw also said he's going to be playing a mandalorian in the mandalorian season three so yeah he's definitely all over the all over the star wars verse these days at least the the, the tv wing so you know what Kind of hate him, but good for him. Right, <laughs> good he, on him. He, he did something right at the right time. He's yeah. not sitting in his basement yelling about not not being included. Yeah. <laughs> like like I did to start the show today.
1: Uh, I mean, it's it's cool. I do like how space mirrors the United States, where you have like Vegas, aka Canto Bite, which is where you know the. The, the well off, like, you know, if you have some money to spend, if you're if you're kind of a high roller, you go to Vegas. But then there's also Reno for like the broke people out there who have gambling addictions. It's like, yeah. OK, you go to Reno because everything's cheaper. And it hopefully I hope that's what it looks like. I hope we get to this this space Reno planet and it's just like. A bunch of like old hustlers sitting there smoking their death sticks and in these little spots, you know, you go up to tables that only have one or two people sitting at them I really want to see what they do aesthetically with this space reno, but I want it to feel like dingy and grimy. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that's, that's why I'm thinking
0: it's probably the like the the more earth tone concept yeah. art that I threw up there. Cause that, that one definitely, like Nick said, it's it's got that that tinge to it, a musk. You can almost yeah. smell like it's, the sewer just looking at it's the It's like when you walk or, if
1: you've ever walked into a smoker's house, um, and you can see, like they have their walls, just have like this shade of yellow to it because of all the smoke that has clung itself. Yeah, onto exactly, the, onto exactly. The one of those like,
0: lovely establishments. Yeah, yeah, one of the. <laughs> that's where <laughs> it's, it's like so rotted and stained in there. Wallpaper's peeling out. It, it's like the walls themselves are trying to run away from the structure because it's so rancid and and rank and dank. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I, I I think. This could, This has potential to be a great kind of opening two episodes. Um, you you got to imagine like a, a episode one, we'll, we'll get a little build up. Maybe Kenobi sitting in a cave having flashbacks, get to see him in Sky Guy, Clone Wars era. Bale shows up. They lay that down. He spends the rest of the episode making his way to space Reno, hooks up with Kumal, gets the details Uh, And then maybe we roll. Do you think he saves Leia by the end of episode one or do they roll that in episode two? And then then episode two ends with essentially she's safe. Kenobi's found out. Vader's on the hunt. Let's go. Episode three
1: with a six episode run. I would expect them not to get Leia back until either in episode two or by the end of episode two. Okay. I don't think that they would do the whole thing in, in one shot. Um so yeah, probably so, so one
0: one is gonna be like all set up, maybe get him to the planet, then two is the actual rescue mission, getting her safe, and then the the reveal that Vader now knows that Kenobi's out there and and maybe has a way to track him, who knows? Yeah. Um I have a feeling some of the inquisitors fall here, at least ones that don't make it into Star Wars Rebels. I don't know if Third Sister does maybe i don't fucking know i can't i can't keep all the sisters and brothers organized here
1: it is hard to to keep them all in line but yeah i think that we'll we'll definitely have the death of some inquisitors he's
0: he's got to take one of them out or or maim the living shit out of both of them because i mean it's going to be something where you know vader's going to get excited regardless that his former master has been found but it's got to be, like, a, in a, in an embarrassing way for him. Like, like his Inquisitors just get freaking owned just, yeah. by Kenobi, and, and Vader's like, okay, well, all right, let's yes, do this. Yes, this is my problem now. Yeah, it's time to put on my, my big boy pants, and, and let's get to it.
1: Yeah, so. Damn. There we go. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do like it. I like the... I like the MacGuffin, or I like Leia as the MacGuffin. It is I like perfect; the, it like really is. No, I'm
0: an idiot for thinking that he would never leave. <laughs> it's 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 too good. Uh, like you said. It, it may wonk up some of the New Hope stuff, but that that's already been wonked left and right with the prequels. Who cares? I mean, we, we know old Ben, he was suffering for, from some PTSD. Yeah. We now know that Spice was rolling through Tatooine here and there. So, I mean, yeah. there's a good chance that he, he had a just little bit of a dealing
1: habit. with some memory loss. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no,
0: maybe he's like me. And, you know, yeah, if just he had like, too, many, too many blue milks in a certain amount of time, his brain would just stop recording memories and thoughts and he'd yeah. just wake up and be like, oh, okay, it's a new day. Like, Good for I this, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I, oh, I mean this show. Just even this little stuff, um, just kind of fleshing out the first two episodes, knowing what we know now, cannot freaking wait. I mean, yeah. I, I've been saying this ever since we knew it was it was a real deal. But this has so much potential to be the greatest, the greatest entry. In that original trilogy timeline, and that's taken on Rogue One, Star Wars Rebels, The New Hope, Empire, and Return of the Jedi, and that's some big
1: shit. Yeah, no, um, for sure. If they do the Vader
0: stuff right, Nick, this could be godlike. I mean, it almost, could be almost like going to church for a lot of us. You know, I, I could it, see, I could see myself starting to get like they do in some of those southern, you know, Baptist churches where I start speaking way. in tongue just be like all the all
1: of a sudden you just learn like uh <laughs> you learn Hut's and you're wana yeah. hey, wanga. Exactly. <laughs> it's
0: you just, just t- t- like I uh, and yeah. I'm not one of these people like, oh you know, I'm gonna lower my expectations, but no way. Like I'm going into this with a big fucking smile on my face and I'm expecting that to stay there for the entire six episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah and just you know learning this stuff and kind of being able to start speculating it's like it all we need now is the trailer and then we can really get kind of get knee deep yeah pull, get up, our, pull up our boots and go to
1: work yeah so if this just explodes all right we've we saw a 35 percent increase in the number of people who watched book and versus mando s2n if this goes up if this is 65% more people watch the, the, the um, Kenobi finale versus the Book of Boba Fett finale. Do they make a season two happen? Do they just do they run it back and say, like, hey, <sighs> we're, we, we can come up with something else? We can go I, again. I mean, this is,
0: I like this. I like I like the question. Um, money talks. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure for some people over there, it would be a no brainer. I would hope from the people that are in charge of the narrative that we, we keep this high and tight. Like this is yeah. it. Uh, Cause you really would. I mean, at, at that point, what, what are you going to start doing? Like, you know, Obi-Wan sitting out there creeping on Luke drilling <laughs> for water. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't want another one. I just I, I feel like they're already kind of scratch, you know, getting into the sacred ground. And and Ewan himself has said, you know, I've always felt like there's one more story and I'm going to I'm going to stick to what he's saying. He, he's always said, I think we, we talked about last week. He's like, I, I've always felt there's one more story to be told with my Kenobi before we pass off to Alex in A New Hope. And and I think they're going to stick to that. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, just just make more book of Boba Fett if 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 you want to try to print more money. Even though you know <laughs> you to get some people butt hurt, who cares? Let's let's leave, Kenobi nice and untouched after his his series here.
1: Yeah, no, I I I, I do agree with you on that. I think that for sure it would be hard to do a follow up series to that to like continue the timeline forward, inching ever closer towards right. A New Hope. If yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. You would have You're to try to are already going to be blowing down. your
0: load with the, with these two former friends fighting again. So it's like, yeah. do we do we really need to to, as Nick said, run it back? Probably not. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I I hope the uh, the the story people win out in that argument versus the money people, because there there is always a chance. I mean, if this thing, as Nick said has you know 100% more viewership than than Mando or Book of Boba. It's going to be hard for those people in the suits that are worried about the stock. They're going to be like, "Oh shit, this is like printing money, man. This is an ATM. Come on. Come it's, on." It, it we'll, be, we'll, we'll we'll contain it to a day in the life of Kenobi, just 24 hours set yeah, over six like episodes. Tw- come on. 24
1: Kenobi edition. <laughs> like give me something. Because it, you have to figure too if this blows up then you're going to have people that are dying, dying for content. Like it, like the fans are going to call for it. I mean, even some like Hayden, just think about what, what that could do for Hayden. It's like a like meal comes ticket back- for him, yeah. son.
0: He's like, Hey, I'm getting paid again.
1: Yeah. He's like, he comes back. He fucking kills it. Everybody loves him as Vader. He's gonna be like, Hey man, what what else can you put me in? Like what what you got? What do you have well, for me? I'm your guy. Then there, there we go, Nick. We
0: get our Vader series then, because yeah. even though I, it sounds like he's going to play a major role in this, and we're going to get more Vader than we ever thought we'd get in in the Rogue One style Vader, but even angrier. Which you know, again, I got a chub right now, and I think my nipples are starting to get hard. That shit excites me like none other. Uh, but you, 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 there's so to me, there there's there, there's so many interesting ways you could tell vader's story over long form tv yeah you know really getting into the mind of the character and, and just the the torture that he experienced not only physically but mentally 24 7 every single day of his life the moment he got fucked up by kenobi oh. and i mean there, there, there's comics that uh, kind of fill in some of the gaps there's there's books that have done it but we've never seen it with moving images, the shit that, you know, dopey people like Nick and I like not reading, not, not, not pictures. We want to see those pictures moving, moving pictures. Everybody, yeah, you know, that's it, interesting. I think the only other thing in why do it, cause it's already canonized and it was done so well. Uh, but the only other thing they could potentially do is, is a live action retelling of Kenobi and Maul finally, you know, having their last duel. Because that yeah. that would have been that that would take place a few years after this Kenobi series, but you're getting into Alex territory at that point. Because even in, in yeah. Rebels, they went they went full on Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness. I mean, that was full on Alex. So I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure this this is should be a one and done for our man.
1: I hope what and, they do is kind of like what you said, though. Where if if this is if if Kenobi is Kenobi with sprinkles of Vader, I if they. Can, if they choose to make something else, I hope it's Vader with sprinkles of Kenobi, where you almost get like the inverse kind of look yeah. at the, the, the life. Doesn't have to be the same time period, obviously, but still including Ewan's Obi-Wan in there in small doses, but then having your main player be Hayden's Vader, and yeah, then I mean, those around. We,
0: we know what's going to happen in this series. Kenobi comes out with his life, all right? We know he's not going to die. Um, yep. But we, we don't know what sort of trauma it causes him or will cause him. I, I remember w- one of these dumb shows we were talking about, well, maybe the fight with Vader is what kind of causes Besses Kenobi to... memory. Yeah, to, to kind of, you, you know, focus his force energy more on, uh, you know, training Luke a certain way versus how he may have initially wanted to train him. Not, not so much in the, you know, whack, 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 but more of a, a force-minded approach. Um, you know, a little more Qui-Gon-ish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, I I think for both characters, their interactions in Kenobi are going to be huge on how they choose to kind of move forward in life. For Vader, it's just going to keep that piss and vinegar tank full. He's going to remain angry because he's, he's probably going to get bested again, made the look a fool. Uh, you know, maybe Kenobi tries the line on him that, that Padme gave him and we get that payoff in Return of the Jedi, like I've said a few times. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, seeing Vader's mindset coming out of Kenobi would be a very interesting series because he's going to be even more fucked up because yeah. well, once again, he's going to lose to the guy that he hates with every ounce of his soul. Defeated. I mean, there, there's no difference in the, in, in the Maul Kenobi saga and the Vader Kenobi saga. It, it, they, they almost mirror each other where Kenobi bested them and they can't fucking let it go. And it yep. drives everything for them. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, come on. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to, to, to figure this out. Kenobi has so much potential. Uh, does that mean it has more potential to fail hard? I guess, but I don't want to think that way. I can't think that way now. Yeah, it, you got Ewan's in it. You got Deborah direct in every episode. There's no trading off bullshit. Uh, you would have to think that Filoni or maybe even Favreau, probably Filoni had some say in in the yeah, overall involved. direction of the story. It just come on.
1: Too many good yeah. pieces in this. Mister, hello I mean, there. Back on yeah.
0: screen for the first time since 2005 What five was when?
1: Oh five. Rots came out. Yeah, so it's thing of beauty. Know, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I hope there's something more to come, whether it be a, a Vader series or whatever else. But man, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm hyped. And
0: I, I think you and I, we'd be fine with sequel trilogy prequel. It doesn't matter for us. But yeah. If you held a gun to my head, Matt, what, what era do you want to see your star Wars content? in? naturally I'm going to go to the ones where, um, I grew up with it. And and to me, those are the, those are the interesting stories. It is the Skywalker saga after all. And this is, is, this is another movie in the Skywalker saga.
1: Yeah. And look, if we didn't give you enough reason to be hyped for Kenobi, Let's drop a little bit. Let's drop the cherry on top of the sundae this was, this with this next. This is pretty next sweet. I, I do like this. This is this is the cherry on top. This is the sprinkles. This is the the whipped cream and the chocolate. This is John Williams crafting yes. a theme. Ninety the, fucking
0: years old, Nick. Ninety oof. years old, still still at it,
1: still cracking them out. So he has crafted a theme for the titular character in the Obi Wan Kenobi series. You know who that is? That's Obi Wan Kenobi himself. Right. So Mr. John Williams, Sir John Williams, the great John Williams is coming back to Star Wars specifically to make a theme for Kenobi. I mean, that is some incredible shit right there.
0: Yeah. And apparently, I mean, he he just recorded it like a week or two ago because this this kind of snowballed middle of last week. Nick, it started on Reddit leaks of like, oh, yeah, this one, sh- this Lord of the Ring podcast was talking about how. Someone they know was at a studio and on the studio it was John Williams and the sign said Kenobi. And then the rumors started to pass around. Then Variety, I think, came out finally on Friday and they're just like, oh, no, this is legit. John Williams was indeed tapped to create a theme for Kenobi. So he's not scoring the whole show. He's not like the the Ludwig for yeah. Mandalorian. He's creating a, a theme for Kenobi himself. Now, is that going to be the show's theme or like Kenobi's theme like the like, like the
1: luke song yeah luke, is it luke has a theme ray has a luke. theme
0: leia has a theme we all know them i mean you, you might not know the name of the track when but you, you hear you it. instantly know okay that's leia okay no that's luke all right that's that's kenobi uh stuff like that so um yeah that that's that's good stuff i mean i would hope this guy could retire at some point in his life but considering what he's achieved and what he does i have a feeling this is a dude that just he loves, loves doing composing. it.
1: Composing. Yeah. And he's
0: going to do it until he fucking drops dead. So I'm I'm glad that we're going to get another Williams theme for a Star Wars project. Because you know it's going to be special. You know it's going to be catchy. And you know it's something you're going to remember. The guy has knocked it out of the park for every single thing he's been asked to do. I mean, you could argue some of his best music comes from the prequel eras. I mean, those themes there are so iconic and poignant of for the characters and the moments they're taking place. And then obviously we've made the case over and over again that without him in the original movies, are they even as impactful or memorable or etched into pop culture as they are today? I don't think so. I I mean, he's, he's to me, he's just as much a part of the star Wars magic formula as George Lucas himself.
1: Yeah. 100%. Um, question from bat. He says, what if this is, uh, kind of the final nod to the OT era? It's a good
0: final nod in my opinion. Yeah,
1: and I mean, we we can't say that it's a final nod to the OT era because technically, I mean, like, it just depends on to you how far the OT era expands. Like, does the OT era end at uh, Return of the Jedi? Is that the end of it? Or do you consider... Well, we thought Mando- so
0: until they started bringing back CG Luke left yeah, and right I, in, I was in the Mando say, timeline, so... Is
1: is the Mando considered the OT era? I agree with Matt, though, that if this is the send-off, if this is the hey. W- we're kind of done here. What a send off, you know, like if you're going to do it with Kenobi and, and have this, these showdowns between him and Vader be like the, you know, so long and thanks for all the fish from the, uh, from the OT, then I'm all for it because we all do have to, to accept the fact that like at some point in time, OT content is going to be dried up unless you just start, making Recast up new characters yeah. that live in the OT and then just yeah. telling stories about them but is it, at that point is are is it OT anymore if it's a brand new character that was never seen in the original trilogy movies like um but yeah i mean we we have to be prepared for that as star wars fans that like the OT era will not get new content anymore and uh, yeah i mean it's- if this is it then I'm okay never
0: say that. never definitely is alive and well in star Wars. Cause y- you remember yeah. that the fucking marketing campaign for the rise of Skywalker was, this is
1: the end of the an end era of the, Sky the Skywalker, Skywalker saga.
0: saga comes to a close until we decide to write Luke Skywalker yeah. into the Mandalorian and into the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And yes, we're bringing back Boba Fett too.
1: It's like, yeah. all right. I yeah. guess timeline wise, they were like, well, I like at this point, there are no blood lineage Skywalkers yeah, left they, alive. That's probably they, they the they way that they that were right. thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> was, was like, this is like this time period right here after this movie, there are no more Skywalkers left alive. That was it. And, and Nick,
0: <laughs> they still couldn't even get past just dropping the name altogether. Right. Cause in the yeah. end they go, I am Rey Skywalker
1: It's like okay well the legacy well, lives they're, on. They they're not legacy letting that name
0: go away. It is a beautiful name. I love it. It, it is iconic within Star Wars, but it was just kind of silly that they were going out of their <laughs> way to bill Tross as like this is it. This is the the final exclamation point on the story of the skywalkers never yeah. again and then so, a year later he shows so up here you a go here's <laughs> luke skywalker
1: in here but uh
0: i believed it man because remember, so, yeah. I remember i was like there's no way luke's coming you know i'll cut off my testicles if he shows up and sure shit he walks through you know yeah. red five comes flying yeah. in on camera i'm like well damn they did it they,
1: yep. they did bring him back they they no no fear and no shame but hey i mean I've been saying it for a while, like star Wars is going to exist outside of the OT for a long time to come. And, and we just need to accept that as a fan base, but I'm good, and, man.
0: Like I said, I've, I had my issues. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I was, I was one of these people we bitch about every week. There's no doubt about it. I, I'm not someone who would go out of my way and, you know, get on a social platform and bitch and moan, but or, yeah, I, I was
1: sending death threats to, directors. Yeah, I was a uh,
0: very sour, very, very sour on the, on the prequels. And it's just, you know, over time it lessened and I just realized, you know what,
1: I, I I love fucking Star Wars. What's
0: the point? Why 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 hold a grudge? Just
1: sit back gives and give a shit. Enjoy the Star yeah. Wars in front just of you. Just fire
0: kids. it up, listen to that great music, check out some of the, the, the neater looking scenes in the prequels, and just, you know, it is what it is. We got the Clone Wars that kinda ironed over some of the, the nonsense, and then we got the ones we grew up with if you're a seventies, eighties baby, and then you have the sequel trilogy. And I still contend those movies, especially TFA, on their own are all pretty damn good, but the trilogy as a whole was a fail. And, you know, that's a bummer, but I'm not going to sit there and, and pine away about that. I was like, all right, give us more sequel trilogy content. I don't give a shit. It's going to be Star Wars. Let me process it, see how it is. And that's how we approached the sequel trilogy. I mean, we weren't these people ready to light things on fire. I mean, even after TLJ, I was like, you know what? Let's just sit and wait. And we did, and then I had my final judgments on the trilogy, and it was a fail. But I wasn't going to make that call until I was able to take it in with my own eyes, ears, and rotted brain. <laughs> okay, the other, the other big thing about this Williams gitnick is he doesn't do TV. He, th- this will be really the first time he'll be making a theme for a TV show since 1985 in which he composed a theme for Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories. All right, so yeah, this is I a, mean, this is kind of a big, big get for the Kenobi series to get this man to uh, compose a new theme for a TV show because he's like, "Fuck you,
1: I, I'm I'm a movie T- guy, TV, TV, yeah. TV, what is it? <laughs> like, What's TV? I don't, I don't do you know how many ever... Oscars I have. <laughs> yeah, um <laughs> uh, No, but I'm sure he was happy to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a big get, you know, all the music. I think you know there was some there were some people who didn't like the music to to, to book, but um, you know I've liked everything that Ludwig's done with uh, the Mandalorian. Uh, I like the themes in the in the animated series as well. So I mean, there is definitely a formula to making a good Star Wars theme. You got to have your good brass. You got to have some some uh, some string instruments in there, but then you get Ludwig coming in and he's making, he's using he's woodwinds I mean, and completely that guy's killed different it. style. And just, yeah, just
0: that absolutely dude crushed. Like his full compositions for the Mandalorian season one and two are all good. I mean, you can throw those on and, and in your mind, go right to the scenes. Like it, it, he's, he's Williams esque. I'm not, not, not even putting him close to where Williams is at, but he managed to kind of do the same thing with the Mandalorian and his score. And, the, the Mando theme song is like a, is like a, a Haywood family, uh, kind of a, it's, a, it's a ritual at this point in time. Yeah. You know, the, the little, the little one and I, you know, she'll even request, let's put it on. And it's the same, you know, when you really get the, ding, ding. we're up there doing fist pumps and like, yeah. Yeah, and maybe. then, you know, he did it again with Book of Boba, uh, both versions, the, the non using his name and the using his name. The using his name version of the Boba Fett theme song is still one of the greatest things ever. It's just, you listen to it and you're going like, they're, they're saying this shit. They're not no longer just chanting. They're literally going, Bo, 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 Fett. It's like, yeah. this is so cool that they'd had the balls to do that. So but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I, I have a feeling that the, the, the theme for Kenobi is probably going to be another winner, just like we've had so far for Mando and... And um, the Book of Boba.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, I agree.
0: Andor, it'll be up to you. Can you pull it off? Because I think they, they've they got like the su- succession composer doing their, their score. So we'll see okay. if um they, they can uh, get a catchy theme song. All okay. right, dude. It is time for this week's version of the Star Wars Time Show fan segment. I don't know why we do what we do for the fans, considering how much <laughs> they hate us and disrespect us. But we're just, we're bigger than that. Okay, we take the high road, not the low road. Although I did right. take the low road a little bit today <laughs> to open the show.
1: You know, it was a little detour down the low road, but we're back up here on the high road. Sometimes kind of you just got to,
0: you know, you got to get that shit off your chest, you're going to have a fucking Sometimes stroke. the
1: high road's got a lot of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> so you just gotta- but anyway,
0: yeah, fan segment, if you are new here, and maybe you are, because we had uh, we had a lot of traction last week. I don't know if it was just the finale of Book of Boba Fett, or if we said something stupid and, and people caught yeah. on. Uh, But we had a lot, a lot of downloads last week. So if you are new and you want to get involved in the fan segment, your best bet is to check us out on Instagram at Star Wars Time Show. That's where every Tuesday you will find the prompt for the question of the week, which is what we're going to do first, as well as you can get mixed up in our features on the page. So if you are an artist, a Star Wars artist of any kind... And you share your work on Instagram and you would like to get a feature or considered for one, please tag at Star Wars Time Show and use hashtag Star Wars Time Show. And then after that, please don't come and ask me to then curate your content for you. If you tag us, we will feature uh we will feature what you tag us in if it is deemed worthy. Alright? It's not that hard to figure out, please. That shit bums me out when I got people coming at like, hey, hey, thanks, but could you... Do this and that and this and that and this and that. It's like, all right, no. not <laughs> understand what 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 a feature is, but oh well. All right, dude. So uh, as I said here, we usually start with the question of the week. This week, I actually remembered to post it on our account instead of just the story. So I'm assuming we had a few looks. We i didn't, did have week we yet because Nick Nick was running this one. So let's go ahead and pull up the board.
1: We had, we had a good amount of responses from the fan base. I picked five. Some you know, some you don't know, maybe. And I think it's got a good mix of, of thoughts in here. So, the question was, what was your favorite or least favorite part of the book of Boba Fett? First response.
0: All right. Who's up first?
1: Mr. One-six shooter, the guy who clearly kicked us off of the panel. <laughs> We know that, t- that Trevor was the one who said that these guys can't yeah. be involved.
0: He's like, listen, so. if, if you bring in that Matt guy, we're going to get thrown out of Star Wars Celebration. Because yeah, he'll say, say something stupid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but his thoughts. One six shooter says, the Luke CGI made me very happy. Just seeing him training Grogu was great. And I hope we get to see more of him at the Academy. There's at least eight years or so before Ben blows it all up. So look at that. That's true. He's a fan of the CGI Luke in the training sequence with Little Grogu.
0: Damn, the Russians are out in force today. Yeah, in, in the live stream, so they're thank invading
1: you. the Ukraine just like they're invading yeah, our chat. Big Big Joe helping
0: us out. They're one of the wrenches today. There we it, go. It's, it's been nonstop. Here Although I, I'd like to check Russian. out this Love Face XYZ online strips without clothing. You know, that sounds kind of tempting.
1: Oh, goodness. This is the kind of people that we have in our chat.
0: Yeah. There you go.
1: Um, Next up, Passage to Alderaan says, I enjoyed the two episodes without Boba Fett in them very much, and they did a fantastic job with Cad Bane until they killed him off. The rest was a bit disappointing.
0: Cad lives, man, just like Frodo. I'm telling you, get the t shirt Hashtag Cad lives. Cad lives. lives. There's no doubt about it.
1: Yeah, so uh, if you like Cad Bane, Passage to Alderaan, there is a very good possibility that you may see him back. Because we do not know if he is dead. I mean, basically nothing kills you in Star Wars. Not even get thrown down uh, the not reactor of a fucking yeah. Star. Or ever a Death since star. they
0: wrote, somehow Palpatine returned, anything is possible. Anything's
1: possible, baby. Anything Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you. Pass the shawl around. collectible says, episodes 5 plus 6 were some of my favorite live action Star Wars moments ever. Although I was a little conflicted about the morality of CGI Luke. And the can of worms that opens up. Other than that, it was just okay. Glad Tamir is still getting work, but he is not lead actor material. Ooh! Ooh. Wow! Ooh! Ooh!
0: I mean, I will say that, kicked like in
1: the face. <laughs> I mean, he has played lead roles, but it was in more like you know local New Zealand productions and stuff. Because he re- like he played Aquaman's dad, which was not a lead role, but that was a big ass movie. Yeah, Um, You know, he obviously he played Django and Star Wars and stuff like that. And now he's got uh, the clones and Boba Fett under there, too. But I think that, you know. A lot of it, a lot of times, too, like good actors can look bad because of lackluster directing. We saw that with the prequel, so. I don't want to say too much about Tem's performance. I thought he did a pretty good job. Oh yeah. Nah. Um, especially they, 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 with the, Tuscan. whatever
0: faults book of Boba had, it was not Tem's. I mean, it was other things. It was, there was, you know, as we found out there was some kind of lazy writing and then obviously some interesting, uh, directorial choices in terms of yeah. how to frame and block shots and do action.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, We'll see. I think that Tamira may be able to redeem himself in your eyes, collectibles, if we get some more uh, Boba live action. stuff Tem
0: ain't done. I mean, again, that that guy can play fucking anybody. (laughs) Like anyone, he can play any clone if there's flashbacks in series, and then he can always play Rex if we're going to stick to the the Mandoverse timeline. Indeed.
1: All right. Jordan Cullup says... I thought the entire series was great. I was upset by the Bozo Fett fans bitching about the character with 10 minutes of screen time. Didn't live up to their expectations
0: to the show. There's no doubt about it. Oh yeah. you see a Bozo Fett, you know, they have at least tuned in once shades
1: (laughs) of, of Sith Matt (laughs) in this response. Uh, and they complained about the hipster modded space Vespa gang, not fitting in on Tatooine. Then people actually stopped watching the series. Thanks for nothing. And I hope they're happy about the show being a one-off series. Sorry, rant over. New Star Wars is good Star Wars, period. Amen, Jordan. There we go. Preach, brother. Preach. There I we go. It. Hopefully it's not a one-off too. Fingers crossed. If those viewership numbers tell you anything, Jordan, we may actually get some more. Uh, right. Book, right. Book, book, book. Are
0: there, what metrics are they going off of? Social yeah. media or actual tangible actual data? You never eyes know, eyes <laughs> on the
1: screen. Who knows? Right. And the last one... For this week is AB underscore toy picks. I really enjoyed the first two episodes. I felt they did. uh They really did a lot for the character of Boba. Yep. I was excited to see more of the present day timeline, but it was unfortunately cut short by Mandalorian episodes. <laughs> Both of those were great though. So overall, while I'm conflicted, I enjoyed the show very much. So that's a a little bit of here and a little bit of there with that one, like the first two. And I definitely see that because I, I really loved everything with the Tuskins. I thought that that did a great job of explaining Boba Fett's character arc up until the point where we get back into real timeline. Um, and I can see like, if you are enjoying that, if like you were really into like Boba's character progression, the stuff that he was doing with the Tuskins, and then now coming in and, and kind of changing stuff up with, you know, kicking the shit out the Nikto gang and then taking over I could see why you would be a little upset by a detour for for some Mando time. But uh, it seems like, you know, I, you know, I
0: still to me, and this is just me, the only thing I, I missed from the past that I would have liked to have seen, and it, it would have been recent past. I, I still would have liked to have seen how he ultimately figured out that Din got the armor from Cobb. Yeah, and it is somewhat explained. I mean, you, you, you can you, you you get the idea in the Mandalorian itself. I mean, they show him he was tracking Din, sees him zipping off on the speeder and then ultimately follows him to Tython. But I think that that would have been like the final just kind of unknown fleshed out that that we didn't get. But yeah, after episode four, they're like, all right, fuck it. We're we're going full full Mandoverse shared universe. Let's let's get the party started. Uh, we'll see you Boba in the finale.
1: Yeah, indeed. So um overall so like your your general thoughts overall big thumbs I, I, up I, big thumbs yeah, down yeah i mean
0: it it was good it it was it was serviceable it was enjoyable i think if i had to put a rating on the series as a whole it's probably clocking in at a seven and a half or an eight out of that's 10. yeah yeah you know like like a b a b-ish type of rating mm-hmm. which yeah. to me is 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 plenty good i mean i it, it it gave me everything I wanted because I didn't go in thinking that I would see some badass Boba Fett. It, it, it explained how he got out, why he was doing what he was doing. And then it reminded everyone that in the end, the Mandoverse belongs to Din. And he is going to be the one that kind of has the tentpole narratives that, that flesh all this stuff out. And everyone else is just kind of playing within his tent.
1: Very true. Uh all good right. stuff. Thank you to everybody who responded to the question of the week. You can keep up with that on Tuesday mornings. Check out the Instagram feed. There will be a question. These yeah, most I just, recent I need ones to do more. It's like shit been. like
0: this. That's how we get like real engagement. <laughs> yeah, like you know? people
1: actually saying words that mean something. Right. And that the algorithm can track good good uh interactions with. So um yeah, you could check it out. Tuesday mornings there's a question put up and all we need you to do is just Put something from your brain down. Write something down. Let us know your thoughts. Even if your thoughts are, man, that sucked. You know, just let us know. Yeah, we, we take <laughs> we, them all. We take, we, we, all. we
0: take all varieties of responses and we try not to edit.
1: Very, very true. Right, so but have at for it. those of you who are not so eloquent with words, there is another way you can get involved in the fan segment. And that is with our top five Star Wars fan artist features of the week. That happens every week. Woo-hoo. I put out the top five Monday nights, and that comes from all the work that Matt did during the week, curating and picking out excellent Thank toy you. shots. I that I, I slave yes. away. I slave away. Slave away <laughs> over like a hot cell phone. And uh, yeah. the way you get involved is use hashtag Star Wars Time Show on all of your Star Wars art features on Instagram and tag us at Star Wars Time Show on those as well. And then
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Because I I keep forgetting this. I set up a an IFTT. Oh, if this- that if we use if sorry, you know yeah. I I know Nick is in he's in the tech space, so I knew he would figure yeah. it out. But for the people that aren't in and know, IFTT is actually a great site to go to. You can you can set up some crazy logic yeah. for your social platforms. And and one of the logic I have built in is. If we do an Instagram post and it has the Star Wars Time Show hashtag, it shares it to Twitter. So that is correct. You will see the question of the week on Twitter as well. It, it, your response probably won't be seen by one of us though because we, we don't pay too much yeah, attention to Twitter, to Twitter or Facebook often. these days. Yeah,
1: because I mean, obviously our biggest platform and the one that we put the most time into is the Instagram. So uh, we yep. are happy for those of you who are seeing stuff. Um, on the Twitter or the Facebook, but more likely, if you want your shot to be or if you want your response to be seen, toss it over on that Instagram. We did have two responses on the Twitter one this time, and one of them was from Bat, so that's why he said check oh, no Twitter.
0: <laughs> oh, check this out. We had a cool little story happen that that kind of sprung from our Discord. Uh, so I I don't know, I forget what day it was, maybe Friday um Nova, who is SW Black Series clips here in the live stream, we, we were kind of pissing around in in the Discord in the random channel. Uh, I forget it, 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 whatever. I, I think he I think he posted one of his latest stop motions, and it was for Peacemaker, and he he remade the opening uh, intro, like the dance that they do with action figures. And it was great, like because SW Black Series clips on Instagram has gotten really good at this art form. The animation super smooth, and if you've been watching Peacemaker, you know that it has one of the greatest intros of all time. That is almost impossible to skip. You know, these days we're programmed to hit that skip, skip intro, intro right away. I didn't do it once for Peacemaker because it's got a kick-ass rock song, and then seeing like John Cena dance to it and the other dances they choreographed, it's fantastic. So, anyways. Ba- Black Series Clip shares it in there. I'm like, damn, dude, that's fucking good. Have you tagged Gunn? Because, you know, I, I still run like a hoot suite, So I have just streams of shit coming from Twitter, Instagram, whatever. So, I, I you know, I still kind of have my pulse on what's happening. Yeah. And I, I could see earlier in the day that James Gunn is, is he's soaking in the glory of yeah. the Peacemaker finale, which I'll tell you right now, Peace, Peacemaker is the greatest show of 2022 so far. And coming from a Star Wars fan like me, that speaks volumes, all right? It's fantastic. It's great from start to finish. You'll laugh. You'll cry. And for me, I finally realized that, yeah, John Cena can fucking act. He can do it. He's got great comedic timing. Uh, The dude had me laughing my ass off. I mean, the, the, the whole cast... But, anyways, I'm like, dude, Gun's loving this right now. Like, he's, he's on there, he's retweeting this. I saw like another fan just kind of redid the intro themselves in their dorm room. So I'm like, dude, has, has anyone tagged Gun yet? And, you know, Black Series Cubs was like, no, I not on Twitter. And then eventually, Bat took it upon himself on his Twitter, tagged Gun, and no shit. Within a couple hours, Gun picked up on it and was like, this is fucking awesome he shares it and now i think bat's tweet he's saying in the live stream three hundred eight thousand views. views wow. so we had a, a star wars time show discord member go viral by being in the discord
1: hey man right? that's fucking I, awesome
0: i only had the idea so i'm not taking full credit because i was like i had the idea but i'm one of those assholes that has the idea then doesn't do it yeah it's <laughs> so like, like doesn't follow hey this would be good I, if somebody else yeah, did I'm it i'm like you yeah <laughs> And and then Bat took the initiative and sure as shit, it got picked up and and, and James shared it out. And I think he said, he's like, this is unbelievable. So uh, there you go. That's the type of magic that can happen if you latch on to the Star Wars time show. (laughs) You just
1: never know. There you go.
0: I mean, look what we've done for Devin's career. Super scoundrel. He's now like the vice president of Cameo because of us sharing and talking about his art on the SWTS. So keep it up. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm glad I got to work in Peacemaker a bit because, Nick, you got to watch it, man. I, I don't know if it's a show for you and in the, in the lady, but it is some damn good television. It's one of the best live action DC things yet. And just wait till you see the cameos they get in the in the in the finale, in, in the way they treat the cameo people. It is unbelievable. It's definitely going to be right. a
1: solo me show. But yeah, I, I I plan to to catch up on it for sure.
0: But I I mean, just you, you cannot get through an episode without laughing out loud. I mean, it's, it's, it's fucking brilliant. (laughs) All right. So back to the top five, sorry to continue things on and extend the show a bit. Let's go, buddy. Who do you got as your first pick this week? first
1: up in the top five is an absolutely amazing piece of, of poster art done here by Wes dance illustration. Um, and what we see is a custom poster for that particular episode of the book of Boba Fett from the desert comes a stranger. And it's just an awesome illustration, like illustrated poster of tad Bane in that scene where you see him coming towards most Pelgo from the desert, still kind of shadowed, but you have that great illustration, that big illustration of him as the, as the main focus of this image. And God, I mean like this is one of those things where again, like Matt and I are like, were art stupid. So we're like real ass paint. This is cool. What happened? How did you do this? (laughs) Exactly. But I mean, it was so good. Like I, I almost thought that this was an official piece of star Wars, like, uh, like art for, you know, post Boba Fett, like here's a cool poster, but this is completely original from West dance illustration on Instagram. And I mean, it is some really, really killer stuff.
0: It's awesome. And I think this is a, a first and first. So, what that means is it's the first time West Dance tagged us. I featured him during the week, and then Nick, kind of realized my expert tastes, mm-hmm. and lumped them into the uh, top five. So yeah, I mean West Dance illustration, good stuff here. As you know, as Nick said, it's just a. I love the way CAD kind of bleeds into the environment of it. It's almost like a, a tale of two. Uh, art pieces you've got the cad portrait but then you also have a kind of a landscape scene from the show itself and cad's portrait bleeds into that yeah. uh, now if we're not good at describing what images look like you can always check them out on StarWarsTime.net for the uh, whatever episode you're watching we always have kind of a post and then the
1: topics we discuss In- so
0: we encourage you to do that StarWarsTime.net. check it out all
1: right next up we have at I love this one the intergalactic raptor at intergalactic underscore raptor on the uh, i g very 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 creative toy photographer and what we see here is a a cool piece of uh din and grogu, except it's not what you would typically see. grogu has been frozen. Yep. they're they're on some ice planet. Maybe it was the planet where they ran into all those ice spiders. Alternate yeah. scenes, yeah, it's alternate, alternate scenes, scenes from, from there. Season two. So what we see is is Grogu frozen in ice, full ice cube mode, and then Mando using his his <laughs> wrist his wrist bound uh, flamethrower to slowly melt Grogu from his ice prison. Pulling <laughs> him out. That's right.
0: Yeah, it's almost like. He fell in in one of the pools and he <laughs> turned into an ice yeah. cube. And I honestly, I, I think I'm not sure. We we may we probably would have to go back to Intergalactic's actual post. But Sir Dork these days has been kind of championing themes for I don't know like a week or a month to have people join in and take pictures of and then join his live stream on his youtube and i believe his current theme is is ice oh okay so i i've i've seen a lot of shots popping up it, they, where, where yes uh, photographers are incorporating ice into their shots and and i believe that's what raptor's going it with is right
1: here. it is the sir dork ice challenge there so. you go there awesome stuff! See? Awesome stuff! But
0: what, what do I know about toy photography in the community? Nothing not much. much at I'm new, all. I'm new here, Nick. I don't. I don't know it. Star Wars I, I've heard it's like Next. This new art firm. They know. Yeah, they're it's this the new experts, art firm coming right?
1: up. Star Wars Newsnet.
0: It's not even that. It's some other IP. Uh, some like I'm not, I don't want to yell about that. But but they picked one of their hosts to be the moderator. So whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to open up old wounds <laughs> with SWNN.
1: <laughs> but uh, beautiful work here at Intergalactic Underscore Raptor. This one is this one in particular is a three shot <laughs> feature, so you can scroll through the ones that yeah. you see on the post.
0: I, I've been I've been flipping through Uh-oh. them on the stream so everyone can see it, but it, it's just it's fucking hilarious. Super. You, you could I mean th- these are the type of hijinks that Grogu gets himself. Into. I
1: know, right? It's just great. Uh,
0: we got another good one, and that's why hey, join the Discord if you're not on it. It, it, it. We have an open link in our Instagram profile, but uh, someone shared an alternate edit of Grogu's window tapping scene from the end of the book of Boba Fett, where his his tapping gets too aggressive, Branked and it. he cracks the glass, and they just see him go. Oh God, Like he just gets sucked, sucked out of space. space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, man like he looks behind them, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And he hits the hits you the know the go fast button, and, and disappears. Oh no! Ah, oh, uh, you gotta love some Star
1: Wars fans and the shit. Hey man, make. I, I, I okay. love the brains on those Star Wars people. All right, next up, we have another fun shot here from <laughs> fun Pepito. Carnvalsh, C-A-R-N-V-A-L-J, on the Instagram, and what we see is uh, a couple of first order troopers and Captain Phasma. It seems like it seems like a roasted Captain Phasma almost, because uh, her her uh, armor is definitely singed and scorched. If it yeah, is that- her.
0: I don't know. He he may be mixing uh mixing generations yeah. of troopers in here, I Nick. That that look, that may be like a minbon yeah, or just a weather a regular, regular
1: buckethead. A regular but trooper.
0: Either way, they're they're all trying. To, they're doing something a lot of us kids oh, that grew up in man. the '70s and '80s used to love oh, to yeah. do when you go to a store with your parent. All right, everyone knows these these uh, uh you know, Gun, dispensers know, yeah, like the gumball gumball machines, dispenser. Yeah. Or or like you get the little knick-knacky toys in, in these things. You're like, Mom, give me fifty cents. Oh, this one's a dollar. You know, you turn it and you, it's kind of a blind draw. But that, that's what we're getting here in this shot. They they've got one of those one of these gumball machines, which is in turn loaded with, I believe, Star Wars micro machine characters. So then you have these other figures of one twelve scale, like they're <laughs> trying to get yeah. the best figure out of the he, gumball. Like he machine sees, uh, <laughs>
1: he see he sees the the what you call? It, he sees the the Hoth rebel pilot Luke in there, and he's like trying to reach oh, his yeah. hand in there, and get it. Come on, he's like I gotta get this. A Couple one.
0: more quarters, it might yeah. fall. It might Come fall.
1: On. We gotta get it. We gotta get it. Um. So yeah, I mean, I thought that this was super fun idea, <laughs> absolutely well executed. Just seeing like the other troopers, like one of them scratching his head, like what the fuck is this guy doing? And the other guy's literally yeah. like face palming, and he's like come on man we gotta he's get like, out of here
0: there you go trevor hit it that was a big one for me the football, football helmets helmet. in these yes, machines because i yes i i definitely had even back then a bug up my ass about getting the full collection 100 <laughs> trevor you knows exactly what i'm talking about day one we all they've kind of disappeared though right or they're just they're full of, they're full of like rotten candy yeah. these days because not I mean not many people use these anymore. It's like you roll I mean, up to bowling alleys online. and
1: you use them and like yeah, sometimes you know, bowling doesn't alleys even have like them come out or like it's yeah it's right. like gum that's like solid as a rock.
0: The yeah. the Mike and Ike's have turned into jawbreakers. Yeah. They're no longer, you know, chewy candy. Yeah. So I I believe P- uh, Pepito has has done another one it has been featured before, yeah. it, but it was a very similar like a a creative humorous type of setup, so um, just great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, it's it's the, it's the minds sometimes. Yeah. It, it's the minds of these artists and, and what they think to create with these toys. It's just brilliant. Beautiful
1: minds. Beautiful minds. So at Pepito Carnvalge on the IG. Speaking of beautiful minds, we have one here. You know him. You probably love him. I mean, he's an okay guy. Uh, but we have that. <laughs>
0: he's an, he's okay an okay guy. guy.
1: <laughs> we have. We like him. <laughs>
0: We tolerate them in these <laughs> yeah, parts. Yeah, we put up with them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> At one six underscore shooter on the is. top five. And, and Matt teased this one earlier in the show. He's got a fantastic shot featuring this beautiful Haslab razor crest we see. And and what the shot is, is kind of like a like a side perspective shot. You're on uh, the left side of the razor crest looking straight down the the, the opening hatch as Mando and little Grogu come up and this is when Grogu's still on the floating bassinet and you see in the background, the twin sons of Tatooine casting this amazing gold glow over the entire picture. Um, I mean, Trevor is a professional. Trevor is, you know, one of the tops of, of, this, of this art form in this profession. And like shot like this kind of really highlights his, his strong points and, and what puts him at the top of the game.
0: Yeah, it's like I said earlier. I mean, the Razor Crest to me is meant to be shot outside. It's that big of a piece, but there have been some artists that have pulled off doing the inside shoots, and that's one six shooter. I mean, the guy. All this is practical, by the way. Like that, that background. It's either digi or a painting. Lays down the sand, the the rocks, all that fun stuff, and then obviously just uh you know expertly matching the lighting to the environment that that Trevor's creating here. And, and it puts the, you know, the back ass of the razor crest is the main subject, yep. the way Trevor kind of had the, the perspective and the focus going on here, but having the figures in the background, getting some of that force perspective going on, it uh, really rounds out the, the setup quite nicely.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an awesome shot showing off a lot of different, uh, aspects of toy photography and a lot of different things that that trevor is really known for photography so
0: yeah what, what is he saying well matt doesn't oh when i, I was know. saying what that we, we
1: kind of love him and he's like well matt doesn't kind of love me
0: <laughs> see that's why i didn't want to talk about that 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 toy photography uh, panel man. it's not the photographers i get it they're unless they're the ones running this star wars fan create page and then yeah you guys can all go pound salt you <laughs> but it's not it's not it's just the fact that like oh it's funny they're Somehow, toy photography is a big thing on other with other Star Wars sites and fans now, and whatever. <laughs> you, just rewind just the show if you missed it. I'm not getting you. back into it.
1: He knows. <laughs> he knows. He knows. But
0: yeah, now Trevor yeah. knows. He, he just likes to he likes to tweak my tits a little bit, <laughs> like some other fans in in the live stream. Very true.
1: At one six underscore shooter on the Instagram. If you're not already following him, make sure you do. For excellent shots like this.
0: Could be a panelist at Star Wars Celebration. Could be
1: a panelist celebration. <laughs> All right, the final one here for the top five this week. This is from oh, Sweet at Zoomed Toys, and what we have is a fantastic uh, Kenobi poster. But Kenobi is Lego Kenobi. Um, and this is, is this Lego. a custom Lego Kenobi? Do you know if, off the top of your head if this is like a custom? It, it, it has to yeah. be.
0: I mean, it has to be because obviously you wouldn't have any production ones out yet. And I don't know if it's Firestar or Firestarter Toys. I think they're UK based, but dude, they, they cook up some amazing custom Lego minifigs. I don't know if that's where this one comes from or if it's just a mash from another set. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's... I love Lego Star Wars photography. That they don't usually do as well on our page as just yeah. pure uh, toy photography, but to me, it's it's one of my favorite forms of the art form. Uh, you know, Trevor, this is another avenue he used to dabble in with the Legos, uh, Brick Panda '82 or '92. They're one of the best. I mean, their shit looks like screenshots from video games. But it's just you know maybe it's from the Lego Star Wars games of of years past. It they it they just work. Legos just work well to me in the Star Wars universe. And this Kenobi poster is is a beautiful example of how these little teeny-weeny minifigs can kind of really stand out in a yeah. in a shot 100%.
1: Here. I mean the the shot itself looks I mean, like dead onto the Kenobi poster, just substitute Ewan for Lego Ewan um, does a really great job of of doing that. And yeah, I mean, when you can take, you know, little figures that are an inch tall maybe and make them look alive and give them feeling and give them, you know, put awesome backgrounds behind them that makes it feel like they're, they're a part of the living star Wars universe. It's always fun. And yeah, brick Panda, uh, you know, 079 all the numbers, Ray, Ray is Ray. awesome at it. I mean, <laughs> just remember yeah, Ray at T- the Tong end Wars there. and all of them. Like, you know, th- there's so many great Star Wars Lego photographers out there and seeing stuff like this, you know, poster recreations or seeing recreations made with Legos. It's always uh, a, a pleasure. And uh, at Zoom, toys really killed this one. So uh, well done. That's the end of the top five. And look at that. That's the end of the show. So, Matt, why don't you to take us home.
0: And just like that, there's no more time for Star Wars time. <laughs> but we know that's not true. There's always time for Star Wars time. That's why we ask you to always be talking about that show with the two guys and the one that's really angry. Okay? And when you talk about it, we make the pitch easy. Just tell them StarWarsTime.net. I know that net doesn't kind of roll off the tongue it's not very natural but we lost out on the dot com to some chewing tobacco site yes yes i speak the truth one of these days i'm we'll gonna have to check see if dot com is ever available but it doesn't matter because these days we live at StarWarsTime.net, and the reason you want to memorize that address is because it's the easiest way to tell new fans or existing fans who have forgotten how to subscribe to the show So if you head on over to StarWarsTime.net, we got a nice little subscribe to podcast button. We've got all the jump off points. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Deezer, RSS Feeds. We got them all. We've got you taken care of if you like to listen to just the words and shit. If you like to see the words and shit. Well then you can also go to StarWarsTime.net, scroll down a little bit further on the site, over there in the sidebar, you're going to get a nice handy dandy subscribe to Star Wars Time on YouTube button. You just press it, it automatically subscribes you. The only thing you have to remember to do is to check those notifications, and why? Well. We, we tend to put out at least one or two YouTube videos a week. We don't just do the show. We aren't just a feature page. All right? We do have our own content, even though there is a lot of other artist content on our Instagram. Uh, so, yeah, Star Wars Time on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Star Wars Time Show is another way to find us. Because in the end, like I said, there's always time for Star Wars Time, even when there's not an active show or movie uh in the star wars verse to discuss we can do it we do it every week we bring the hot takes the bad takes the smelly takes you name it uh you never know what you're going to get on an episode of the star wars time show and i think that is something you can take to the bank um we've got great fans so join them I mean, Johnny, I forgot this one. Johnny Osage, Nick. I I think I, I, I sent it to Slack. I saw it. Did you see I that? I saw it, yeah. <laughs> he, he drew, he, he drew a, <laughs> a rendition of how I closed the show last week when I said Nick's going to go get his Matt Voodoo doll and stab <laughs> him in his so penis. It was so fucking good, man. I
1: fucking it mean.
0: was awesome. I loved it. I was like, and that's, again, that's why, that's why I do this show. It's that stuff right there. The fact that there's a human out there that likes what we were talking about so much, and it made him laugh to the point where he wanted to draw it and bring it to life. That's why we do what we do. And before I say goodbye, there's a special guest behind me. I can sense her presence through the force. Hey there. You getting ready to go? Yeah. Okay. Well, you swim well, and I'll see you, and I'll have some dinner ready, okay? All right. Okay. It's always good to be a dad. All right, so back to the end here. StarWarsTime.net. You know what to do, Johnny. You know what to do. There's always time for Star Wars Time. And remember, if you listen to the Star Wars Time show, the Force will be with you. Always.